0: Hello, when your Monday morning time and shine. Want some motivation Well, I know a few guys with the internet connection to what six is on. Tune in the two broad guys with Metro. Introducing coach proper tunes to which his name. He's a master with the pen and the poetry game. He wants to see a better world and he plays his part. Always loving, always giving. Cause he's got a big heart. The co-host won't both, but he can stand on his own. From the state of Iowa, it's the man Ken Jones. He's impressive on the mic and he. The Hosting or a cheap, and he's controlling the boards. And the one feeding a hungry herd around the world with Tommy observation, dropping nuggets and pearls. Though he's not a city sticker, he's as cool as the farm. the Witty with him, give a Mr. Rancher run Set the tone for your week six is on to all guys with Rancher
1: Good morning. It is Tim, Coach Papa Stewart, in Studio North
2: with. Deke Jones, good morning everybody, beautiful Halloween days, right, spooky, (laughs) Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday here, Uh, absolutely a blast here in this next few days, right?
1: Yeah, well yesterday was trick-or-treating in Johnsburg. Is that right?
2: Yeah. So So they don't know when Halloween is. They have no clue. No clue. And of course, all the way from Studio South...
3: Hey, it's Rancher Ron down here, and boy, it is a little spooky, but... I'll tell you, with the clear skies and a full moon coming through that uh, dirt road that's covered with oak trees, it's kind of like Ichabod Crane. <laughs> You're waiting for him <laughs> to come around the
2: corner. <laughs> uh, uh, that is it. Of course, a quick shout-out to uh, Christine Kearns. Good morning, DeBanke. Ross, always believe in you. Good morning, Brandon Stewart. Steve Clements, glad to have you guys on. Uh, good morning, Papa from Trey. He says he loves oh, you. That's good exactly. morning, Trey. Absolutely. Uh, and, of course, uh, we would be remiss not to mention a few of these people.
4: 216 The Net is brought to you in part by the generous support of our sponsor, Northern Illinois Windows Inc. We are a commercial and residential window servicing company, committed to providing the highest quality service at an affordable price. Our highly trained technicians will make every aspect of your window cleaning needs worry-free. Northern Illinois Windows, Inc. 815-385-6646. Again, 815-385-6646. 216 Annette is sponsored and supported in part by Natural Therapy Wellness Center eight one five three eight five eight one nine zero mchenry com. how often do you take time for yourself a massage can be a great way to pamper yourself but it can also help alleviate or sometimes even cure those ailments that you deal with regularly contact us today to speak to one of our certified therapists about your needs natural therapy wellness center Eight one five three
2: eight five eight one nine zero. I'll tell you what, uh, Jerry Carl. Good morning. Glad to have you with us. Uh, must not have stayed up all night to watch that uh, that uh, win for the. M- boston red sox
1: did they pull it off again
2: last i guess they did yeah i don't have a clue (laughs) i I heard (laughs) it on the way in and of course uh, what a great show we've got today everybody we've got overcoming your fears overcoming your fears what a better you know why not it's halloween uh why not yeah your fears absolutely and of course uh we've got the attitude of gratitude uh we've got um rancher ron coming up we've got pause for the cause we've got Hopefully, a special guest will be on her way in, which will be fun to have. Uh, Becky Fantastil, good morning. Glad to have you with us. Uh, good and morning. And hey, how about that? Uh, and, of course, um, we've got uh, Deek's Health and Fitness. We've got Rapid Fire. We've got the whole gamut. We're running it today. We're going to have a blast today talking about overcoming your fears. Uh, and, uh, and of course, there's three ways, Ron. There are three ways that you can listen to us. Number one, go to dot 216thenet.com Hit the listen live button Uh, You can also listen to us on our app Yep, we have an app for your smart device Uh, You got a smart device You can put it right in on your app uh, And listen live on your app 24-7 Which is great And then uh, we also On www.216thenet Have the ability uh, There's a page right on there That says podcast Podcasts go there it'll take you to all of our past shows uh usually they run about a day behind there so if you're not going to catch all of uh if you're not going to catch all of this show this morning then what you have to do is uh go to the podcast and you'll (laughs) and it's usually in there by uh when you wake up in the morning on on the next day which is fantastic so uh and look at that a ray of sunshine just showed up Beautiful.
1: Sunrise, sunset.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jerry, good morning. I
5: didn't have a sunset. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, whatever you need to do, right here. Whatever, whatever you
2: need to do. Good morning.
5: Good morning, guys. Just
2: got in. Got in from the 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 big the big crevice.
5: I had three hours of sleep. Yeah, and I'm here for you guys. Perfect. A little late, but I'm here.
2: No, right on time. Right (sighs) on time. Nothing well, like making well a grand how does, entrance. How
3: does she rate getting three hours of sleep? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's it. Uh, Ron, attitude of gratitude. We uh, we chop it off uh, because uh, where gratitude exists, fear cannot enter in. Um, what do you got for us?
3: Yeah, I'm grateful for people that uh, step in and take over things. <laughs> Our uh, pastor's <laughs> on a three-week a four-week sabbatical recovering. And uh, to see people step into that position and give great sermons and do everything, I'm grateful that sometimes when we get into situations that we're not able to do what we need to do, that there's always a backup team. I'm grateful for backup teams.
2: Oh, always, always. Tom Sellers, good morning from, uh, you know, his great show, right? It's on Tuesdays, not done yet. Fantastic stuff. Good morning, good morning. And Sheila, uh, all the way from Kenya, good morning. Nairobi, Kenya is in the house. (laughs) Good afternoon, good afternoon. Um, And Ron Hostery, glad you could join us this morning.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, it's
3: kind of tough getting (laughs) in here today. Yeah, I I, I ran into things that people do not normally run into. (laughs) It was dark. I'm coming down the road. My neighbor's entire herd of Longhorn are in the middle of the road. (laughs) <laughs> I had to carefully weave my way through the Longhorn. I get to the studio. A pair of hedge clippers that they keep in the warehouse had fallen down and had blocked the door. So I was sitting there pr- pushing, pushing, pushing on the door trying to get in until I could get something to go around the corner and grab the hedge clippers and slide them. So there was a reason why I was supposed to be late today. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, five five minutes earlier, maybe those hedge clippers fell on him.
1: Oh yeah, that's, that's spooky. That's Ooh, Ooh. Spooky. Uh, coach gratitude. Well, I'm grateful Ron is in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. this uh, this this weekend, uh, just April. I loved you first on the radio, uh, but we. Uh, went to work this weekend and our yard looks better than it has since we bought this house uh, we we burned stuff i'm grateful for fire oh yeah. <laughs> uh, guys in fire drew my neighbor right over and he's throwing stuff in the fire and and we uh we just w- we did things that we should have probably done a long time ago and i'm just grateful that they waited for me there you go <laughs> you <know> <laughs> the, <laughs> the wood didn't move itself the 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 trees didn't prune <laughs> themselves. I, you know, I'm glad they were all there. Weird how huh, that. Just yeah. you know the things we got done this weekend and the fun we had in the process. And then Saturday night, we get a phone call and discovered that Johnsburg was having trick or treating on Sunday. So I, I you know I'm also just I'm, I'm grateful that my grandchildren still enjoy and still want us to go along with them. So. I was out walking in the cold and the rain <laughs> yesterday. God bless you. Uh, I, d- I did not dress up this year. That's uh, I, I dressed up as a bear fan.
2: There you go. <laughs> Better than bear naked. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you very much.
5: Yes. Doo-doo. The
2: bear stealing bears. There it is. Yeah, it was a beautiful weekend. So, spent some time at the Grand Canyon. I did. One of the wonders of the world, I right? Did i did and uh and so you gotta be there there's there's times probably that over this past few days where your gratitude was just like whoa
5: yeah we were actually only at the grand canyon for one day the day that tim oh, called yeah. and uh um and then we went to lake havasu but we the beauty of the we went on a boat cruise saturday night called serenity now and it really was. Uh, serenity now. It, it was like a sign suns- film. I know, right? <laughs> so it, but it was a sunset cruise and it was it was amazing. And and I have been to all those places with my husband, mm-hmm. but to be there with my I was with my high school girlfriends. We go to different places every year and we fun. take turns um planning where we're going and to be there with them was just um it was serenity. That's so, cool. Yeah, it really was. Because
1: yeah. there were no husbands along. Well, <laughs> I didn't. I did not say that.
5: I did not say that. Serenity now. What if my 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 one friend? We've been friends since we were in kindergarten, and I don't know that a lot of people can say they've had a friendship that spans that long. Yeah. I had a high school that four towns went to that high school, so the other um, ladies were from the other town. So Beth and I were the only two that yeah. have known each other forever, but mm-hmm. but we still were. We live all literally across the country, and we're still
3: as close as can it's be. It's tough so for
2: me. I did uh, I did kindergarten twice. <laughs> <laughs> I did.
3: <laughs> now, now Lake Havasu is where you have to go to see the London Bridge.
5: It is, and I have seen that. What? Yes.
3: That's
2: where they moved it to.
5: They did. It's oh seriously. Literally, it's from London. Yeah, oh. and it's it was transported. W- was block it falling by block. down? Yeah. Um, they were afraid that it was going to, so <laughs> they. They, they faced thought it was fears. time to replace it and they moved it to Lake, Lake Kavisau. Kavisau. Yeah. yeah.
1: London Bridge is falling down.
5: That yeah. song was falling sung a few times this weekend.
3: <laughs> Apparently they came up with a concrete solution for it. though. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> they did. Good run. There
6: it is.
2: <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, gratitude for me is um, uh, just uh, to be able to be at home uh, during the weekend without having to run anywhere uh which was which was was nice just to be able to slow down and take a deep breath uh (laughs) you know the past six weeks uh six eight weeks has been uh all about basketball tournaments and running and uh just being able to get into church and uh, because we've had uh tournaments on on sunday so to get back into church get you know just to be able to Exhale, serenity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very grateful for the ability to, to to not have a busy calendar. I mean, it was it was it was nice. It was really, really nice, which is good. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what we're. <laughs> hey, Frank Kostek. Good morning, and good morning. of course Ted Mosley. I know you're out there. Thanks for listening. Um, overcoming your fears is what we're talking about here, guys and gals, uh, and. Um, Y- you gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing which you think you cannot do. Ms. Eleanor Roosevelt said that. And um, there we've, we've had people on, uh, of course, uh, last week we had Dr. Pitts on, and I remember a couple years ago when we had him on, Coach, where he said, you know, face everything and rise, and false evidence That's appearing real. Uh, but but fear fear of overcoming your fears where are we going with this
1: well I, I think and, and Jerry uh, this is kind of is in your wheelhouse which is why it you're is? here today but I, I've heard that we're only born with two fears the fears of, of loud noise and the fear of falling everything else we develop Wh- Where do? why does a fear develop why do we uh, why do we all of a sudden become fearful or something or afraid of something
5: that i didn't know that we were born with those two fears so that's interesting to me Uh, I'll take that to note but um i think experiences you know um think about someone who has had an experience where they uh were deprived of food or shelter you know your basic instincts right then years later or as they go forward you know they have accomplished they have they have food they ha- but it's all that fear stays with them from the situation that they've um been in where what if I don't have food uh, i have a i was thinking a, i was thinking a lot about this uh, knowing that I was coming on today and i have a i don't know why I have a fear of spiders now do I think they're going to harm me not not really they just creep me out so there's also I think fears of that we can't backtrack and find a situational uh, experience that has caused and triggered future fears Um, I don't like them but I can you had mentioned earlier about face. I can face those there are other fears that you just um, let's say for example you were in a car accident and um, after that moving forward and let's say it happened on the highway you're fine driving around um, town even country streets but you can't get on a highway because it triggers that um, emotional and physical experience that you had in that trauma situation and It takes a lot of work I mean that's not to say that you can't overcome your fear you you can you certainly can Mm -hmm. but it takes work it doesn't just come um, easily because of the experience that you created so there's I think two different types of fears one that that has uh, been established internally in our mind and we exaggerated into something that that it's like our body's warning system that hey, this happened, it could happen again. If you think about, if I throw a ball at your face, you're going to duck.
2: We we hope.
5: Well, (laughs) ish. Um, It's your body's physical way, you know, it's a mind reaction, um, protecting yourself. So some of those fears come from the situations, and it's your body's way of protecting yourself.
1: Well, uh, would that explain the, uh, most of our, parents or or, or grandparents in some cases came through the depression Mm -hmm. and uh, I I tell you money that that dollar never slid far from my father's hand (laughs) he'd be sliding it across to the bartender and pulling it back
5: yeah my grandparents were the same way and they um, they stockpiled yeah uh, my husband and I laughed one time in my grandma's pantry there was like nine Bottles of laundry detergent. <laughs> and it wasn't, I I, th- I think two things happened. One, if it was on sale, she'd grab a bunch. And also, the second was, what if they ran out? They yeah. had a bomb shelter, even. It, uh, yeah. Yes, that's exactly yeah. it, though.
6: Well,
2: it's amazing. So, f- uh, as, as we talk about fear, and, and a lot of people who are listening, April, good morning. Carl uh, Peterson, glad to have you with us. Good morning, Carl. Uh Carl. K. Ross says, good morning, Jerry.
5: Good morning,
2: everyone. And, um, so w- the the fear that that I wanna I wanna tackle is um, w- we have um, uh, I- I- in our lives we, we uh, and, and I I'm not talking about Halloween fear I'm not talking about the mm-hmm. fear of death I'm not talking about I'm talking about perhaps the fear of failure mm-hmm. or maybe perhaps the fear of success or or maybe the 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 um, the fear of of. Doing something for our occupation or our life that uh, puts us outside of our comfort zone, and why we don't want to attack those type of things. Um, people will say that they're more uh, afraid of 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 uh, public speaking than they are uh, of to die. Yeah, that's crazy, right? <laughs> uh, and and um so, so the ideas that that uh, that I kind of came in here on overcoming fears are um, there are you know I I want to I want to progress I- in the corporate ladder, but I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to put myself out there. Um, w- where does that fear come? What what happens there?
5: We get comfortable. We know what we know, and to move outside of that, it does become com- it does become fearful. <coughs> So I think that every time we are in any gen- any situation, and we know what we're doing, we're even though our mindset could be that I want to move up. I know I have to do A, B, C, or one, two, three to move up that ladder. That means we have to put ourselves out there, kind of like public speaking too. Yeah. We have to put ourselves out there, but our body says and our mind, hey, you're good right here where you are this is the safe zone. You know how to operate under this. What if I put my foot out there and it gets slapped, you know, or what if I jump right in and I'm shunned? One of the most important things, you know, w- you know, sure, certainly I'm not diminishing food, shelter, yeah. clothing, our basic essentials. But we need people. Right. Absolutely. We need support. And w- if we put ourselves out there and we're rejected that's personal you know um that goes to our inner being and self-worth and our self-worth is saying hey let's step forward and achieve something different you know it's kind of like those two little
2: right the angel beans
5: on, the devil. <laughs> on our side hey let's go forward hey you're don't do that you're gonna get you know, that's a risk. That's like jumping off a cliff because you don't know what's out there. You don't know what's. But I always tell people it's interesting. You don't know what's out there. Right. So what's the difference?
2: Yeah, so why be afraid? Yeah. yeah.
5: You can step back. You can always step back. Yeah. You can go forward. You can go back. We all do it. We do that every day. You know, we do have a self preservation in us, but um, it makes me sad when I see people that have so much potential and they are afraid to um live upon that yeah
2: i think it's always uh the the fear of the unknown so (coughs) uh and and that's i think where people say oh it's false evidence appearing real we've created we've created these stories in our subconscious mind and, and and uh all of a sudden you know we're we're scared now um colette is my my 16 year old daughter and she just got her license, and I remember a year Should ago. Should I be fearful driving? No, yeah. she's, she's a great driver. She really <laughs> is. Uh, but I remember, you know, a year year and a half ago when she got her her permit, and the first time we went driving, she was excited but s- nervous and scared and all that uh, at the same time, and. Um, and she does a nice job now driving, uh, and and you know as a parent you're always you're always a little worried, <laughs> right? But yeah, uh, you know uh, we'll see how she reacts with the first snowfall. But um, but now she's not. She she's put herself out there. She stuck her foot out there, and now she's not afraid to drive.
5: And a lot of times that feeling, that fear, that feeling of apprehension is a good thing because it it's telling us hey, there are things that we have to watch out for when we're learning to drive. And you, it's a good thing that she's fearful. It's a good sure. thing everyone is fearful when they learn to do something to that extreme. And really, you think about we're letting 16-year-olds get out on the driveway. Yep. I've had three kids that I'll drive. But anyway, back to the point. I think that that internal mechanism of fear is also self-preservation as well. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing. Uh, I paint. I do a lot of painting. That's kind of my zen. It's
1: in painting walls or painting portraits? Pictures. pictures.
5: I'm not very good at portraits, but I have done that, but I paint a lot of pictures. I have several in my office. But um, I would always... This
2: is a picture of (laughs) water. This is a picture (laughs) of (laughs) beer. This
5: is the Cubs
1: picture.
6: (laughs) Uh, No, anyway, I always like
5: I'll look at a blank canvas and I I'll think, oh, I I always have the worst is the fear of putting that first piece or drop of paint on the canvas, because what if I mess it up? Well, so what? Then I paint over it. It Right. But but I I do get apprehensive. Um, Again, I think we uh, it, it can be minute, like putting that first paint on a canvas or first time driving or first time, you know, going after what your dreams are, you know, whether it be job or family or whatever. Uh, The apprehension is okay. It's telling you, hey, make sure you're doing this for the right Mm -hmm. reasons. Hey, make sure you're safe. Hey, make sure um, everything is in place in order for you to do that. That apprehension isn't necessarily a bad thing, but the confidence in yourself to move forward um, can open the doors and if you get kicked down or kicked back a little that's okay you can paint right over it
3: well Jerry are you saying that if you have a fear of putting the wrong color on the canvas that that becomes a pigment of your imagination uh, yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I suppose it does <laughs>
2: Well, I, I tell you, we're, we're talking about overcoming your fears and, and uh, not necessarily the fear of Freddy Krueger living underneath the stairs in your basement. It's a good fear to overcome. Uh, but uh, maybe those fears that you've built up that's held you back from, from achieving the life that you totally deserve to have and, and, and are called to have. And I think that um, it's interesting to me, right, uh, because everybody... Is told no more than they're told yes as as, as mm-hmm. infants and, and small children, right? I mean, they you hear the word no, 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 no more times than you hear the word yes, 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 and you would think that we wouldn't be scared of or afraid of failing at that point because we've we've been rejected a lot, right? And and I think that um, uh, I, I think that uh, parents. <laughs> i think that that, the (laughs) the parents and that um teachers and and uh, i think we are afraid to to succeed we're we're afraid to fail because um failures looked at so uh, so for instance let me let me see if i can put put my words better um I take a test, and I, I get a 75% on the test. I got three-quarters of everything right, yet I get a C, and my parents go, come on, you could have done better, uh, and and now I'm average. But I got three-quarters of them right, right. you know? And, and I don't think that we as a society raise our children uh, to understand that that I mean we, we start grading things. So now in my adult life as I'm trying to uh, put put this business together, uh, I'm afraid to take that test perhaps uh, in because I may get a C. I may get 75% of it right.
5: You might be average.
2: Well, what, what I got to see, my parents celebrated. <laughs> 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 yes,
5: he yeah,
1: see, my graduate. That's yeah. it.
2: But I but, uh, understand that, right, is is um, we, we weigh things differently. And I think growing up and through our educational system and our formative years, we don't celebrate <laughs> great job. You got right. three quarters right. Fantastic. Instead, we say, mm, you know what? six other people did better than you and this is the grading scale and i think we go through life uh through projects through through our careers with that grading scale in mind and and somewhere in the back of our head we say hey a c is not good enough but a c mm-hmm. in a business could be a friggin' fantastic life right? right
3: i don't know by the well, if, we, if we transition that fear to the things that we do or do not do in life, I've come to find out that some of the biggest scars people have are not from cuts and scratches of doing something. The biggest scars they have are from the fear of doing something dangerous. Um, and there are so many people that have been beat down be by being told that there's fear and you're going to hurt yourself you're going to do this don't do that because it's dangerous and the emotional scars that come out of not letting kids have adventures not letting them to go out and try things are much deeper than any physical scar that they'll ever have and they'll carry that for the rest of their life well said ron i agree
2: um give me an example ron
3: well, one of the things is uh, don't shoot a BB gun and you'll put an eye out. <laughs> 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 I
2: was shooting. Funny you say that because I was shooting at a woodpecker in my backyard this, uh, this weekend <laughs> with my BB gun. I thought of that. <laughs>
3: uh, well, j- just letting kids go out and everything that they do today is organized. Yeah. It's organized sports. It's organized uh, gymnastics. It's soccer. It's everything else. When do we let kids go out and just be kids to go ride or bike someplace or or go out in a pasture and be out with animals that might hurt them and learn a respect for them? What we've stolen from them because of fear is their ability to cope with problems in the future. And
5: adapt. Yeah,
3: Absolutely.
1: And we always have that six inches of foam for them to fall on. Always. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
5: You know, an example I was thinking of is that (coughs) when I was uh, um, growing up and I I was young, we lived in an area out in the country, but I-80 was like a couple blocks away, right? I mean, there was fencing and stuff, but if we wanted to, I guess we could get to the highway. (laughs) Um, The rest of it was cornfields, and um, there was literally my subdivision, there were four streets, and there was... Otherwise, cornfields and I eighty, and we would go out. The kids would we go out on our bikes and we'd run. We'd ride back into a path at, along a creek in between different cornfields. We'd be gone for hours. Nobody. We didn't have cell phones. It wasn't like right. our parents were saying, "Hey, check in." Um, glad to get you out of the house. Yes, uh, <laughs> we'd go back at lunchtime. We'd go back at dinner right. time and before the sun goes nob- down. And before the sun goes down, nobody, nobody now we're afraid to let our kids, you know, ride their bikes two streets over, and some of it is rightfully so, um, but we dictate, if our kids are going to go to college, well, think about this major, we guide them to what we think is best for them, rather than letting them be creative, you know, there weren't all these games and and, um, electronics when I was a kid growing up, and man, we found our fun, we, it, Mm -hmm. it was great, and we were creative. I think that was a maybe part of what Ron was alluding to. We were creative. Um, we were adaptive. We were able to think outside of the box. I think a lot of that has gone away with yeah. the younger generations.
3: Well, uh, the, the fear that came from going down to a creek <laughs> when you're six or seven years old and jumping across it to see if you could make it without sticking your feet in the mud <laughs> that was overcoming a fear because you were told not to get dirty. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's right. Yeah. I never got dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I was raised on a farm. That
2: was never an issue. Tim
5: didn't have Tim didn't have <laughs> <laughs> shoes. I
3: d- I
1: never wore <laughs> <laughs> I shoes. know. farm
2: boys <laughs> usually <laughs> did. <do. laughs> yeah. uh, overcoming your fears. It's what we're talking about. Uh, for those of you out there listening, and and we really appreciate you listening uh, here at twenty one six the net. Um, you know, let us know. Uh, let us know what you. You know, let us know some of the fears that you've overcome, some of the things that you've done to to overcome those fears, and uh, and let us know.
4: Twenty one six the net is brought to you in part by the generous support of our sponsor, Northern Illinois Windows Inc. We are a commercial and residential window servicing company committed to providing the highest quality service at an affordable price. Our highly trained technicians will make every aspect of your window cleaning needs worry-free. Northern Illinois Windows, Inc. 815-385-6646. Again, 815-385-6646. 21-6... Si- All right, good so that. You know, and, and also
2: brought to you through uh, the uh, the help and support of a sticker dude. The sticker dude I is out I cut it there. off ah, a little yeah. bit early, but also uh, two bald, bald guys, guys with
3: rancher raw.
2: Brought to you through the financial support of the William Tanyan Sons Contracting right. Company.
1: You know, <coughs> if you're out there, there's uh, there's three ways to listen. I'd, you know, I'd be interested to find out who's listening by which way, but you could go right to. Uh, www.216thenet.com click the listen live button or up at top it says past show podcast you can click on that and go back and listen to any of the shows not just two ball guys with rancher ron but any of the shows that are on 216thenet you can go back and listen to past episodes of them you can put it right on your smart device your your iphone your google play or uh, or any of your smart devices and and just click the app and listen or right here on Facebook Live. If you are listening on Facebook Live, which several of you are, uh, do us two favors. Comment, what are some of your fears, but also go out and share with a few of your friends who maybe could use that daily dose of encouragement that we try to bring here at 21.6 The Net.
2: That's it. Shea Susano's out there. Shea, how are you, brother? Uh, Of course, Shea, uh, you know, Slang and Hope radio host uh, on Monday nights, which is great. Uh, but he was just uh, mountain climbing. There's got to be a little bit of a fear there. I mean, I, when I was in the mountains uh, out in Colorado, i I've, I've realized how small I was and that I was really kind of afraid of heights <laughs> uh, because uh, you're up there and sometimes mm-hmm. there ain't no way down but death. So you Jill, know when glad I w- have w- you with
3: us. hey a question for Jerry. You just got back from the Grand Canyon. Yes. How close did you get to the edge?
5: That's a great question, Ron. I was just going to mention that. So there was five of us all together that were there. And three of us would came go. back. <laughs> yeah. Three of us came back. <laughs> um, yeah. One, one got too close. Yeah. <laughs> but three of us would go pretty far out there. And we got some great, awesome pictures <laughs> right on the edge. Two were like, you guys, get back, get back. They were freaking out. I'm like, we're good. We're good. But um, we also stood up. There was a couple of boulders. Now this was um, in an area where there were railings, so it was it was kind of an outlook. So mm-hmm. there was railings around it, but there were these two large boulders, and you could stand up on them and take a picture, and then you know, you, you all you would see is the backdrop of the canyon. Well, we're all like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. There's a long line, we're, you know, we're waiting in line. And one was like, no way, we can't do it. Well, I happen to be the shortest at only five mm, foot. Really? So I, I'm always in the front. Isn't that interesting? I know, weird. <laughs> uh, well, my friend Susan is a one of the, ta- I think she is a taller. No? five foot two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a, and and a, a half. half. And a half. <laughs> Actually, I am five foot and three quarters hey, of an inch. Nice. You want to be technical? That's it. Anyway, my license says 5-1. Yeah. yeah, use uh, it. Use it. That's right. Anyway, um, she didn't want to do it, but, yeah, she, Susan did want to do it. And she had to stand in front even and kind of squat down a little because she was so fearful um, of her. the height yeah, and yeah. where we were at. And at she was completely safe. But people do have those fears of heights, yeah. But I was, uh, I was pretty close, Ron. I, I could get to the edge and... I was okay, even when there wasn't a railing. Yeah, Shay
2: says thirty-seven hundred feet. He's still out there in Maine, heading home today. Uh, did the hike in six inches of snow out yeah. there? And and Forty-five uh, mile an hour winds. Yeah. Oh man. But and, like and some great pictures. It was it was cool, kind of following him. But I, I, I'm with her uh, when I was out in Ure. Boy, I was like, whew. and there was several times, honest to God, there were several times I'm like. If that girl can do it, I gotta get up there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. I was like, I can't be the only one. And these girls are out and there's a lot stronger women than I am for sure. Uh, but I, that was my that was my mantra. I was like, man, if, if if that if that gal there can do it, I I can do it. And I went up there nervous, shaking Anxiety ridden uh, and and scared for my life.
5: And how'd you feel when you can't? Uh, back? Nervous anxiety. <laughs> 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 All right, come on. A sense uh, of accomplishment. Uh, n- uh, true, true,
2: true. A sense of accomplishment. But I can go back and look at the pictures, and I still will get anxious. Anxious, yeah. and and it's just. Um, uh, I've I've heard I've yeah, I've had friends who are like, oh well, you uh, might have fallen off of a cliff or fell. Uh, in a previous life and died, and that's why you're you're scared <laughs> of uh, you're scared of heights. And I go, well, maybe. I mean, maybe I did fall off a castle or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I fell off the dragon while you were flying. Yes. Yeah, I, good, bad. I, you know, I'm well. not afraid to fly. I can be in a plane. I'm fine. Turbulence, whatever, doesn't bother me. Does not bother me one bit. But, but if I'm on the edge of a cliff, I'm nervous. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, a little bit farther down the canyon, the Hopi Indians built a glass walkway that goes out around over the canyon and with a glass floor. And so you walk out and you're looking four thousand feet down. And I didn't do it because my biggest fear was it went to low bid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
2: <laughs> Shea says, uh, yeah, absolutely overcame the fear uh, of not being able to do it, the hiking in the mountains. And now he says, uh, and now I have the hiking bug. A- and that happens, right? I mean, once you... There's, sa- there's antibiotics for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. little sulfur take care of them hiking chiggers. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, but uh, you know, it's, you, you, once you bust through, right? So um, I, uh, in high school, uh, when I went into high school, I was all five foot and 100 pounds. And uh all my buddies had grown and i i would i played football through junior high uh but they had a heavy weight and a lightweight so i was always mm-hmm. with the the smaller guys so we wouldn't get cremated um and then i said but i was always a bass my love was basketball so so i was like you know what mm, i don't want to get injured playing all these big guys from the quad cities and everything and and uh but all my buddies were, were playing football and there were several other basketball players who did as well and, but I was like mm, no I, you know, I'm going to be in the NBA someday I don't need to be a football player and so I, that, was, that was what I was so I was afraid of getting hurt playing football uh, however on a Sunday afternoon after watching uh, Barry Sanders or Walter Payton or something like that I would get together with the entire football team and we would play tackle football without any pads, without anything, in the in the sandlot. And uh, I I was I never understood why there was a fear of playing with shoulder pads on in a controlled environment rather than, you know, getting hit by the same guys without any equipment on. And and so I never did. I never played high school football because of that fear of quote unquote getting hurt. So there's there's something there, right? would be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. You weirdo. You you know, it just doesn't make any sense. So um
5: it does make sense, though. Think about what you said. You were afraid of being hurt. And we have that kind of internal. Self-preservation of let's not get hurt. So, yeah. And I wonder if your passion. I mean, I think that's a part of it too. When we have a passion about something. So this kind of goes back to work, but also into activities that we want to do. Like Shay was talking about, um, mountain climbing. If you have a passion that you want to try something, it's easier to overcome that fear. If your passion was, and I don't know this, this, I could be offline here, but what if your passion was more toward basketball than football? I don't know if it was. Yeah, but yeah I'm but sure it was. So so we kind of go where our... P- it's easier to take a risk at something that we're passionate about than it is something that we don't. It's interesting. W- we think about it, but we're not right. attached to
2: and uh everybody out there at facebook live we apologize i'm not sure what happened uh facebook bumped us out again we must have been doing too 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 good i I didn't sing but uh on the (laughs) other on the other on the other side you can always listen to us at www.216thenet and uh hit the listen live button and that's where you can hear us and you won't get cut off which is nice uh, which is a very nice thing. So, uh, again, our apologies. Uh, Dave Olson, K. Ross found us again. Eric, good m- <laughs> good morning, Bernice. Thanks for for coming back uh, and I'm Not sure what happened there, but all of a sudden we went white screen. So yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> is that it is is or it is was? That is that is was <laughs> now.
1: Well, yeah.
3: you you have to understand that uh, about seventy five percent of all country music is the fear of getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other 25% is about passion. That's it.
2: <laughs> That's it. Uh, and and I think that um now if you were to ask me uh in 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 my professional career, those type of things, I'm I'm not at all. Uh there's there's nothing that I'm I, I I'll do it. I, I'm not afraid of success, I'm not afraid of failure. I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, hey, it is what it is and if if I fail, good, let's figure it out and move on. If I if I don't fail, good. Let's figure it out and move on.
5: Yeah, I th- one of my favorite quotes again, Eleanor Roosevelt. She's she's one of my favorite. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So, okay, you try you 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 know put your foot out there, you test the waters, and um, you like what you're doing. It doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. We're kind of taught that it should, but i i'll challenge that um as long as you're not harming anyone else i there are some disclaimers in there, but uh it doesn't matter what other people think as long as we're doing things for the right reason we're not harming anyone else we're um we're feeling good about it you know think of some of the uh, um um Ford when he first invented yeah. the um, Model T, right? Isn't yeah. that the first car? Uh, uh, oh,
1: I think the Model A was before the T, wasn't it? Uh, a T, Well, the car he invented the. A- A-T
2: yeah. the, T-
1: the, the Harley Davidson in, in the, well,
5: yeah. you know, I mean, uh, it could be any. Right. Benjamin, Fr- I mean, there, there's a, um, a Thomas Edison. All these people thought they were nuts, you know, that they were trying these odd inventions and um, look how we're dependent on that now but it doesn't even have to be people that have gone to that extreme something that has changed literally our world it could be something little like starting this radio station i mean i'm sure you guys didn't get come to that decision lightly um but i'm sure there was also a fear in that what if nobody tuned in what if you didn't get (laughs) you're you're (laughs) assuming people do
3: well it, it started with a comment here hold my beer (laughs) (laughs)
5: so but you're reaching so many people now and i think you guys make a difference so thank you and and you know what my thought is okay i I have a perfect example and this is not to toot my own horn but uh, you guys have had me on before and we've talked about the book that i've written and i opened myself up personally um with the story of my son who had attempted suicide, and I was fearful that what would people think of my family? Uh, my husband are, and I are both elected officials; we're um, very involved in community activities. And what would people think if we had a son who was bipolar and attempted suicide? But my thought was, if if I don't do this, who will do this? Who will? be brave enough to put their foot out there and be the voice for other people and um, that I didn't take that lightly but um, and I would do it again I would do that again um, I actually have a book signing this Saturday I I want to be out there trying to help other people sure I was fearful what if nobody read it or what if somebody somebody did read it and thought, oh Uh, man number one she's a terrible writer and number two why would she tell everybody that that's it that was a huge fear for me let's talk about
2: that fear after the top of the hour okay and everybody who's out there on facebook live not quite sure what is happening with facebook at this point zuckerberg Mm -hmm. doesn't like us again the best way probably to listen to us is go to www.216thenet.com click the listen live button and we will not go away we won't disappear all of a sudden um or listen to us on your app uh but with that said let's uh let's roll into this guy
4: and now Overlooking the cattle in the pasture, from the back porch to the flying double-A ranch, it's time for a dose of East Texas Wisdom with Rancher Ron. There's a new kind of wisdom being disposed. I guess time may first stand still.
3: Hey, good morning, Rancher Ron feeding East Texas Wisdom to a hungry herd around the world. Trying something new, a doubt sweeps over me. What if I get hurt? What if I embarrass myself in front of others? What if I die? Today I'm going to share a few fears that I fight. As crazy as it seems, I have acrophobia, the fear of heights. An aviator that is afraid of heights, go figure. Recent research from uh, Airplane Owners and Pilots Association concluded a higher percentage of aviators have a Higher fear of uh, heights than the general population. There's just something about a quarter inch of sheet metal around you and an understanding of aerodynamics that affects the fear of standing next to uh, a rail looking into a canyon. That didn't work out well. (laughs) It was on a trip to the top of San Jacinto Mountain in Palm Springs that this irony came to light. I'm afraid of standing next to a rail but not afraid to get into an airplane. The tramway is the largest rotating aerial tramway in the world. It climbs almost 10,000 feet in a span of only two and a half miles. The ride up in the gondola is fascinating and really exciting. There is no fear. At the top, I exit the g- gondola and follow the rest of the group to the rail to look back down the canyon. My knees turn to jelly. Fear is a constant battle for me. All my life, I've been told not to fear. It's a weakness. If you fear, you're a wimp. It's not true. Like most everything else in life, it's a far more complex emotion than just a sissy response. There is good fear and bad fear. Fear that is learned and fear that is conjured up. When we first came to the ranch, I was told there are... Four general species of poisonous snakes in the U.S. The cobberhead, the cottonmouth, also known as the water moccasin, the rattlesnake, and the coral snake. Texas has three of the four. One of my heroes, Indiana Jones, and I have something in common. I hate snakes! Uh, One day I walked into the garage, flipped down a light, and saw a five-foot snake, and I froze eye-to-eye with a serpent, it was my first experience with reptile (laughs) dysfunction. (laughs) After years of seeing snakes, studying their habits, and being on alert in their environment, the fear is lessened. In this situation, it is healthy to acknowledge the fear because it keeps me safe. But it's not okay to let that fear keep me from completing my work on the ranch we have taken precautions to defend ourselves on a ranch. So over time we've learned there are weapons to minimize fear. One of the weapons of choice is a garden hoe with a five foot long handle and a carefully modified sharpened edge on the blade applied with a grinder in the barn. Clearly marked for his purpose to ensure it's in compliance with some unknown governmental regulation for full identification of its use A dino label runs vertically up the handle, stating, Grandma Joni's Snake Stopper." (laughs) (laughs) Expectations are another weapon in conquering our fears. A decision has been made on a daily basis the minute the feet hit the floor. Am I going to live by my fears or live by my dreams? To live by my fears keeps me in the house, unengaged by life, not willing to try new things not willing to take risks and enjoy the adventure. It is a life of misery. Am I going to expect the best or the worst outcome for the situation that rises of fear? Fear is beaten by expecting the best out of each circumstance. There's a caution, though. You cannot go out and stand in the pasture in the snows of January or underwear and say, it's okay because I expect to be warm. I have uh, broke my arm when I was age six with a cape on my neck because I expected that like Superman I could jump out of a tree and fly. Expectations have to be based on a realistic outcome but in most situations our amount of fear is based upon our expectations. Facing the fear strengthens our abilities. When we face fear there are certain abilities and talents and skills that we're amazed at when they come to the surface. It is something that makes us stronger. It helps us conquer fear based on our past experiences. Going to past victories give us the ability to say, I've conquered this before. I can conquer this again. That brings me to the ancient story of David and Goliath. David was a shepherd who took care of a flock of sheep and he faced a bear and he chased a bear off and fought the bear and a lion grabbed a sheep and he went up and attacked the lion pulling the sheep from its mouth and I learned that fear comes from learning these experiences. He then went into battle with a giant. He had a small rock and the giant was close to nine feet tall and was a trained warrior. <laughs> everyone, told, everyone told David, you cannot do this. You are a young boy. And he brought those experiences back. He says, have I not attacked a bear? Have I not ripped a sheep from the jaws of a lion? I can take this guy on. And he went out and with a small rock killed accomplished warrior. In City Slickers, fear shows us that you can get superhuman strength. The construction worker talking about being on a construction site when a beam fell onto a woman's legs, he says, have you ever been in a situation where you're just standing there and it's all you and you picked the beam up and I moved it off her legs? Fear does expose those abilities, it gives us a way to handle what's coming next. Facing fears has an unintended consequence. It encourages others. They see that you have overcome the loss of a job, an illness like cancer, a divorce, a loss of a loved one, and many times you become the person others come to for advice and strength when they meet fear. Going back to David, it was the battles of facing the Bears and Lions that gave him the confidence to take on the giant. The armies that were around him saw that confidence when he was victorious and took out an entire army of Philistines. The final weapon for this segment is to avoid negative news and people. The news is based on fear. If they can get you to fear, you'll watch. If it bleeds, it leads. Your joy and effectiveness will be stolen. One way is to minimize or turn off Bad Morning America, Fox, and CNN. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be amazed what happens to your fear and stress level Amazing. when these become a smaller part of your life. Also, I have friends that whenever I want to get discouraged or upset, I know I can call them. They are the EORs of life. From Winnie the Pooh, everything is terrible. The world is coming to an end. They're watching me. It costs too much. And why would you want to do that? Run, people, run! (laughs) Run from these people, and you'll be amazed how much fear leaves you. Good fears keep me safe. Bad fears steal my life. Treat each with a respect they deserve until next time this is rancher ron feeding east texas wisdom to a hungry herd around the world
2: wow good stuff as that always. was great and uh, shay shay says uh, rancher ron you are right on with this
3: nice well thank you that means facebook's back
2: yeah. <laughs> for the meantime <laughs> For the moment. But that was very good, it, Ron. Uh, yeah, it was, it was great. And you know what I really enjoy there, Ron, is is, is our amount of fears are based on our expectations. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's a big, big thing. And as, as I look at that, yeah, you're probably right. The more that I expect out of myself or the bigger my dream is, uh, the more stuck in the mud perhaps that I get.
5: You know, I think what? people think of the what ifs. Yeah. You know, it, but they're always the negative what ifs. What if I do this and this happens? What if I do this and this happens? But they're all the negatives. Yep. I tell my clients, okay, what if that happens? Okay, so you s- step back. Or what if you do that and you find success? I mean, there's as many what ifs that are positive as there are what ifs that are negative. Yeah. And you, d- it doesn't mean that they're permanent. You can paint it over. Danny yep. Kay had a has a great quote i won't i can't remember it it was that great it was that great (laughs) but uh about you know washing over the canvas you know we can we can paint over
3: usually
2: with alcohol heat well
3: you you know my grandfather had a famous quote that i still laugh about today he says i don't eat green beans because i might like them and i hate the darn things (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't like green beans
2: either <laughs> uh chris price good morning uh from uh from price leadership group uh boy i bet he's t- helped a lot of folks too uh <laughs> <laughs> whoa joke you run run, run. run. Good morning, chris. <laughs> yeah. and uh boy, i bet he he's got some some stories about helping people through their fears demand says uh, fear is the anticipation of pain and uh, you know that's true It is uh, yeah. But uh, yeah no but I'd have to dig deeper into that Because I know a lot of people who are afraid of failure or, uh, And a lot of people who Equally are afraid of success but, but And success isn't painful is it
5: But it might be it depends on the person So We all perceive things differently Good question If right? I have yeah. all that
1: money somebody's just going to try to steal it
2: Take mm. it <laughs> Come get it
1: <laughs> so but what
5: I, you're
3: I, saying, I think What you're saying can't. is success is a pain. Well, yeah,
2: sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Ron Hostry, good morning. Thanks for joining us, Tom Allen. How are you? That's good. Uh, and uh, boy, we are. We, we've had some uh, technical difficulties. I came in. I was not afraid of the technology. We've had a there couple of hiccups. Uh, and and listen, folks, the, uh, the where where there hasn't been a hiccup is out at uh, on the app. Uh, for 21.6 The Net, or you can go to www.216thenet.com and click Listen Live. Absolutely, we are not trying to sabotage people on Facebook to put <laughs> to have them <laughs> listening uh, on our app because we love the interaction. Uh, it's just a, a, a fun thing, I think, that Zuck has us going through, <laughs> uh, which, is, which is something else. Uh, hey,
3: uh, Jer- I got a question. Jerry, if people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that?
5: Um, probably the best way is uh, che- taking a look at my website, which is www.captureyourpath.com. Uh, I can also be reached through my email, Jerry, G E R I, at captureyourpath.com. And uh, that's probably the best two ways.
2: Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. That is good. Coach, we've got some uh, shows here we at 21.6. We have a lot of great shows here
1: at 21.6. Right building. after us uh, this mm-hmm. morning, and he's also on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at the same time, is Pete Talks Jobs. Uh, Peter Galt, uh, that's the, the voice you hear that does our uh, a- announcements, our sponsor announcements. Uh, just I- This is a great listening yes. voice, but he also has his content is over the top. Uh, following him on Monday mornings, is Adventures of Unstructured Time. Chuck Inman and Ron Hostry uh, talk about the uh, the baby boomers. And, uh, you know, what are you doing? Now you find all this time in your hands, what are you doing to keep busy? Are you letting your fears keep you in, or are you going out and chasing a new dream? Uh, Monday afternoons, it's Let's Go Racing with Mike Babbitts. Uh, big announcement. Uh, I don't even know what it is. I saw him uh, put that out on Facebook yesterday afternoon, so... Uh, we're going to be talking in a little bit and figure out what's, uh, what's going on in his world. Right after Let's Go Racing, it's Shay and Jess Sasano and Slang and Hope Radio, uh, part of the uh, Recovery Nation. Uh, if you missed your meeting on Mondays, here's another place for you to find that experience, strength, and hope to take you through another day. On Tuesdays, um, not done yet. You know, you talk about those who have been through it, Ron, encouraging others. This is uh, this is what Tom Sellers and Robbie Robinson do. Two guys who have uh, beat cancer, and they're out there just encouraging people and families who are in that battle with cancer. They're uh, they are the cancer mafia. <laughs> Tuesday evenings, it's the deep dive with Nick Espinoza, and, and Nick, this guy you talk about a brilliant individual. Uh, you want to know what's Thank going you. on? <laughs> <laughs> no. Cyber cybersecurity, all things cybersecurity. Tune in on Tuesday evenings. Uh, Wednesday it's on the bump on the bump two guys sitting around with absolutely no direction other than sports and it is <laughs> fun it's one of the uh, one of our high rated shows best sports show here yeah, on this station without question for sure <laughs> uh, even though I wore my 1985 Bears sweater yeah, today that, that, that doesn't make us a yes, sports coach coach but uh, Young and Marshall do a great job of just bringing uh, sports uh, to the airwaves Thursday morning it's be encouraged be encouraged with uh, Don, Nikki, uh, Michaela, uh, bringing the message of uh, of hope to to women who've been through challenges. I mean, it, they encourage guys too, but their focus is is on the women who've been through major challenges. And then, then on Thursday afternoon, one of my favorite shows, it is always Believe in You with the Mon K Ross, uh, an absolutely just uh, wonderful, wonderful show, wonderful programming. We've got room for more shows. If you've got, you've got content, we're in negotiation with a couple of different people, one internationally. Uh, but if you've got a, a, the ability to put uh, people on the air, bring content, you've got a message you'd like to share that offers encouragement, no swearing, no politics. Uh, but if you can keep, t- uh, keep to those rules and you'd like to get on the airwaves with us here at 216andNet, uh, reach out to us at 216 uh, com, and someone in our programming department will get a hold of you.
3: Well, I think it's interesting that we take a look at some of the shows that we have. They were former guests on the show, and and come back and see us every once in a while, that said, hey, I can do this. I have a message. I've been through a situation in life that will help others, and they start a show. DeMond had the dialogue with DeMond, a short segment on our program. Uh, Tom Sellers was a guest on the program. What a great Way to be an incubator for people to get a message out. Chuck Inman. Chuck Inman, guest. Uh, Chris Price, are you listening?
4: <laughs> Jerry Condon. <laughs> 21 yes, <sir>. Sixth <laughs> Net is sponsored by and broadcast from Sticker Dude, the creators of Final Chaos. 815 322 2480. StickerDude.com. The Sticker Dude team brings over 25 years of experience from the graphic, marketing and sales industry, advertising on vehicles and other services. Full attention on the design, print and installation is given to your project, from in-house full-time installers to our top-of-the-line printing and finishing room. Contact us today to learn what you need to look for and why before committing to making an investment in vehicle wraps. We're not your corner sign shop. Sticker dude, call 815-322-2480. 216 The Net is brought to you in part by the generous support of our sponsor, Northern Illinois Windows, Inc. We are a commercial and residential window servicing company committed to providing the highest quality service at an affordable price our highly trained technicians will make every aspect of your window cleaning needs worry free northern illinois windows inc 815 385-6646 again 815 385-6646 experience education character and inherent ability with numbers an exceptional CPA. These are the reasons why business owners choose Eric Mason of mobile accounting for their bookkeeping, payroll, and tax services. Call Eric at mobile accounting, 224-321-6859. That's 224-321-6859. Twenty-
2: <laughs> Beautiful stuff right there. Of course, Ron, uh, pause for the cause. Do you have that this morning?
3: Yes, I do. I'd just be a pause while I get it ready. Yeah, no, no, that's a good cause. (laughs) Why not? No, uh, uh, 21.6 of the net is designated CASA, the Court Appointed Special Advocates, as its cause for the pause. (laughs) As its pause for the cause. I always get that different. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll tell you why. There is a a (laughs) a cause for the pause, which is a, a veterinary free clinic. That does uh, neutering for, for <laughs> pets. <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> this on. is the court appointed special <laughs> advocates as it's pause for the cause. CASA trains, supervises, and encourages emplo- uh, volunteers to supply court appointed special advocacy for every child who's removed from their abusive home. CASA volunteers serve as the eyes and ears for the judge in child abuse cases. Through regular visits and researching each child's specific needs, our volunteers make objective recommendations to the judge in the best interest of the child. The CASA's uh, presence is frequently the only stable force in these children's lives as they navigate the foster care system. And best yet, the child gets personal attention because most CASA volunteers usually work on only one case at a time. Approximately 30% of the funding needed for these services is provided by donations from people just like you. Contact a cost office to inquire how you can best apply your time, talents, and treasures, or any combination of these, to send a child on a new beginning. New volunteers are always needed as our communities grow. Experience the reward of seeing your efforts making a huge difference in a child's life. Call the two CASAs representing 21.6 the Net Studio North and Studio South locations. In the North, it's Casa of McHenry County, 815-363-5930, or go to casamchenrycounty.org. And out of the Southern Studio, it's Casa for Hunt County. 903-450-4410. Or go to casaforhuntcounty.org, and that's casaforhuntcounty.org. Beautiful.
1: Up at the North Pole, they have uh, sleigh crossings. that are called the, the paws for the claws.
2: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Uh. Wrong uh, holiday, Tim. We're uh, <laughs> Here's a holiday I don't know. We're getting there. Hey, yeah. I was in a store, and it's all uh, decked out for Christmas already. yeah Shay, uh, just going back to last hour, Shay Sisano, our host uh, for Slang and Hope Radio, says, Hey, I got sober over six years ago and I stopped with the what ifs. Uh, Fears can be really bad for an addict or an alcoholic. Absolutely.
5: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Uh, Don uh, Stevenson, good morning. Glad to have you with us. Peter Galt, also in uh bill pepler Pepler. how are you good morning good morning good morning and uh yes uh pause for the cause they both work great says chris uh price and of course a glenn a smith good morning uh we are talking about overcoming fears we've been talking about some of those things in our in our daily lives not just the fears of perhaps spiders or or falling off the side of a mountain or something like that um with the same breath why should we overcome our fears because if i'm afraid to burn my hand i won't put it on the stove good right if if, if i'm afraid to uh if i'm afraid to die in a plane i may not want to to drive a plane right or fly it whatever <laughs> and the people in the plane probably would like that <laughs> same thing um but why Why overcome your fears?
3: Well, well th- let, let, let me give you a, an example. Uh, as I spoke about aviation, uh, the, every once in a while we get to the Smithsonian Channel, and they have all mm-hmm. the aircraft accident investigations. And I don't know about you, I find those fascinating. Sure. And w- one that they just had was on a, <clears throat> a story about an individual who got on an airliner he was leading a company tour group, and he forgot his passport. And so the whole group had to take the van back for him to get his passport. He'd arranged for everyone to be in first class, but it was first come, first served. They were going to put the, the tour on first. Well, because of that, they got to the airport late. They all lost their first class seats, and they were in the back of the plane. Well, all during this trip on the plane, he knew he was going to be fired when he got back to work. Well, after the uh, plane didn't make the airport, 37 people in the back of the plane lived. And so was his fear of being fired a rational fear at the point in time until he realized that that mistake was something that changed the lives of all the people he was responsible for?
2: So, what's the question
3: The question is what do we why do we always fear the worst
6: mm-hmm.
3: for something that may or may not happen? He was worried about being fired sure. after that plane hit the ground uh that fear disappeared
2: well yeah well yeah i, I uh I think it's where you're at in life it, it, it's it's in the moment uh yeah.
5: Uh, That's exactly where I was going to go in the moment. Uh, So many people have those what ifs and those fears of what they anticipate could happen in the future. That means they're not being present in the present (laughs) and they miss out on a lot of opportunities that actually could um, move them forward and... A lot of times, those what-ifs, the reality is we could never imagine all the what-ifs, even if we, you know, our mind is sure. going there. We can't imagine all of them. So it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Really, it is. But we have to train ourselves. and We have to first catch ourselves that that's what we're doing yeah. and bring ourselves back to that present
1: moment. Going back to this goofy conversation we had, I think, two weeks ago, if we live in the is, then based mm-hmm. on the is, was it makes our is is really difficult.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and and Ron, I think I- as I'm, I think our fears come sure. from sure. things that <laughs> that we can, that that we feel that that we have control over. You said um, I- in your in your spot, um, our amount of fears are based on our expectations. Uh, so i I've. I've so the guy in the back of that plane I think was was fearful uh, because of uh, the things that he could control and and having to have the conversations with the wife or the whatever um, and I think that that I think those fears I, I don't it, like I said i'm a I'm a f- deathly scared of heights but but I don't if I'm on a plane I'm not because these guys have flown several times, so why am I? Why would I get on uh, being afraid to crash? Because uh, i I feel that it's not in my control. I, I guess and it might be different for you, Ron, because you're you're a pilot, of course. But um, well, it's
3: different for me. The arrogance of me says I don't want to be in the hands of two guys I know nothing yeah. about. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. when I'm in the plane, I get to control it. Sure.
2: And, and yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's a lot to that. Um and I think that um I I don't know if we have to overcome our fears, to be perfectly honest. Well, we have to deal with them at some level, though. But not overcome, right? Right, and that's what we're talking about is overcoming the fears. I I think you have to step up to the plate and swing the bat. But it's okay. Like I was on the edge of a of a mountain. I faced that fear. But now I look at the pictures and my anxiety, there's still fear there. I don't think we have to overcome the fear. I think we have to respect it. I think we have to step up and swing the bat, but I don't think we have to overcome it. Well, but but let's
1: look at, uh, you know, while, uh, while we were in Rancho Ron, I went out and looked at a list of the fears. Mm-hmm. And you know, every, every fear has a name. And, and some of them seem like really, the fear of aluminum foil. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- w- you don't want to overcome the fear of aluminum foil no <laughs> but there are some fears that are irrational b- versus rational fears I think you know a rational fear fear of heights if I fall I'm going to get r- hurt really bad uh, fear of aluminum foil uh, irrational for I, you I, well, b- right. right but for the person who's, who's living so it's in that fear but that's not a
2: fear for you Aluminum foil.
1: Right. Well, what I'm saying is, why wouldn't you want to overcome that?
5: Well, I th- let's take a step uh, back further. Yeah. Okay. I, and I think we should challenge those. But if you have a fear of something and it's not keeping you stuck from moving mm-hmm. forward and going about your life, then eh, yeah. it's okay. Right but if that fear is uh detrimental or having an impact on you living a functional life and you moving forward then yeah it needs to be challenged and it needs to be addressed so i guess and i guess so i i think you're both right because if there's a fear that uh, whatever that uh, that you have, but it's not really impacting your life. And uh, s- so maybe it is aluminum foil. And you, so you use saran wrap instead. And.
2: Clearly. me of. You know
3: what's kind of interesting <laughs> here? As Jerry's comment, you're both right, is very telling that she has a fear of conflict. <laughs> and she's yeah. sitting right between mm-hmm. two bald guys. You know uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, Chris. Uh, chris price says our fear can create a situation where we actually make the bad things happen for ourselves and how true is that that we tend to go in the direction we focus on and so when we focus on the fear and the negative outcomes we generally will succeed at those Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
5: and it exasperates them It, it makes them become a reality
2: yeah
3: well, one of the favorite questions running around and uh, Tom Allen asks this is, what would we do if we were not afraid? What expectation would we cre- create for ourselves if we were not afraid of what's out there?
2: Um, probably not look at Facebook <laughs> <laughs> Well, and and, and uh, but 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 truthfully, right uh, to to that Tom, I mean, look at the look at look at the world we live in now, and everything is on fire, exploding. Uh, these people are wrong. These people are right. These people are, you know. And and if you take a look, and, and not to get into the political scene, but has anybody ever just stood up and uh, it's I'm attacking now, right? I I'm trying to create fear in the world so that you start coming to believe where I am at. right yeah. believe me um and so what would what would i do if i were not afraid i'd live peacefully i think i i, I would i would i would live very very peacefully
5: well mm-hmm. you would live confidently sure in your own beliefs right and that's not a bad thing not a bad (laughs)
2: thing right um because i do i do have neighbors who have stockpiled canned goods in their basement and ammunition and you know are are waiting for the 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 armed forces to roll down our street or the militia or whatever the case may be yeah i well, hey yeah that's i'm afraid of some things at that point right um I'm like, yeah, well, you know, just don't try to take my family. don't Don't try to split my family yeah. up because now we got a problem, right? right. But, but uh yeah, I, I'm like the and 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 I talk with a lot of these, a uh, lot of these folks. So uh, you can you can probably uh, tune in to a lot of those folks at coffee with Pete on Friday <laughs> 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 too. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
5: you know, I think a lot of it has to do too that if we live our life in fear. We are going to get very passionate, but we're also going to get very stuck in that mentality. And if that is preventing you from living your full life, that's yeah. a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. Uh, I I try to just go with the flow. Now, that doesn't mean I haven't had roadblocks. Uh, and it took me a while to navigate through, around, over, under, you know, but if we have so much fear that we can't see other opportunities see other uh courses of action to take mm-hmm. then we we need to of course I'm a counselor so I'm going to say mm-hmm. you y- you need to have some professional help it's that point where you're stuck in that fear yeah and w- or maybe you had mentioned earlier you know a fear of public speaking then maybe it's you go to a speaking coach or you know, you get whatever professional help you mm-hmm. need to but you have to identify first and recognize wow I do have a fear of that because sometimes we're stuck somewhere and we don't even realize we're stuck yeah, and it's preventing us from moving forward
1: and, and how does that make you feel
5: well <laughs> if you don't I know th- you're th- stuck th-
3: <laughs> I think there's a difference between preparation and overcompensation there are people that that prepare for things that may happen that might be realistic expectations. Must some uh, putting some the food away for a tornado, uh, earthquake, that type of thing. But when it becomes an obsession yes. and controls your life, mm. yeah. that's there's a difference there.
2: Absolutely. And I think both that's both
3: are fears that are that could be possible.
2: Mm-hmm. But
3: yeah. when does it take control of your life and steal your life? Yeah. Um I like what
2: what Pete Galt says. He says, acknowledging fear, respecting it, stepping up and moving forward in spite of fear is bravery, right? Mm. Um, Again, I think we're usually afraid of of a story that we've created of an unknown thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So fear, you know, focus. Focus on that. Educate yourself on that. Uh, Attack it and respect it, right? Mm -hmm. Fear, get it? Focus, educate, attack, respect. Oh, oh, Dr. Pitts would like that. Um and I'm glad that that Peter said that you have to respect it because if I don't respect the the fact that I'm afraid of heights, uh, down I go.
5: Well again, right? remember what I said earlier, that's that's our internal mechanism yeah. of self-preservation and protection. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely we should respect right. it. So, I, over so so I think that over <laughs>
2: I think you have to step up in the batter's box and swing away at that fear. I don't think you have to overcome it. I think you have to acknowledge it. I think you have to respect it. I think you have to know that it's there. And I think that that's healthy, as long as to what you said, it's not keeping you stuck. Yeah. Well,
3: that, that's I, I a big thing. Uh, I, I have a great deal of fear of going to a Bears game.
6: Well, <laughs> I do
2: too.
3: <laughs> Looking at the sweatshirt on Facebook, there that one of the members <laughs> is wearing. <laughs>
2: I do too, uh, but I don't like crowds, so well that's why the, I wouldn't the one
1: thing that I keep going back to is a si- section in uh, Chuck Edmonds' book, Chemical Brain Freeze, and the amygdala, and and the amygdala, you know, is that fear, that survival mechanism, exactly. that that takes a, a situation, and in the book he talked about going down to the, the creek and getting water, and you hear a rustle of leaves, you turn around, there's a mountain lion there, and you throw the water, and you you run your different directions. But from that day on, every time you hear a rustle of leaves, your amygdala is going, mountain lion, and it, it yeah. throws you in that, that fear state. And so is there there's something to that, and is there a way to reprogram that? And
2: yeah, after watching uh, Halloween and Friday the 13th, I've never been able to go to a church camp. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, I, I mean I think we talked a little bit about this earlier. Absolutely, there's those situational fears that that our brain reminds us of. We've gone through something, uh it was scary fear filled situation, so our mind remembers that and brings it to our recall as soon as we're in a similar situation. That self-preservation. Mm. Protecting ourselves, that um, survival instinct, and so we act upon it even when it's not
6: rational? reality.
5: R- I, yeah, I was thinking rational, but it isn't rational. But it's also not necessarily reality. So, again, looking outside of that box and look, well, w- looking outside of the box or and perimeter of what's going on. You know that car accident very similar to the rustle of the leaves so we have to be careful of is this is this a self-preservation instinct then okay we because that fear is a good thing in that situation that fear was a good thing that rustle of the leaves could mean danger so it's a good thing as long as it doesn't become obsessive so you're in your backyard and you hear rustle well then that's not necessarily
1: Probably not a mountain lion. Unless you anything.
5: live in the mountains. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Situational.
2: Right. Not here hey in well Illinois. Le-
3: let's, let's turn this discussion a different direction. This is Halloween. <laughs> everyone decorates... or Not everyone, but many people decorate their houses. They put things that pop up in the yard. They scream. There's noises. There's spider webs. And we take kids and we send them, hey, go through all of this to go get some free candy. <laughs> Are there people that exploit other people's fears for their own benefit.
2: Sure. Yes. I mean, you take a look at any guru that's out there, right? Any motivational speaker, right? <laughs> I'm going to exploit your fears so you can spend thousands of dollars to come to my weekend, walk on some hot coals, and go home, and in three months go. That didn't really help at all. <laughs> so <laughs> to, so ask, to answer so your question, fear yes. So I-
3: fear is a weapon.
2: It 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 could be, be.
3: yeah, yeah. I say when we're in the battle of life, then, and we're feeling fear, is it possible that that is the result of a weapon being used in the battle of life? And how do you distinguish those?
2: Well, and 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 I guess how many times are you going to face that weapon, right? Um, Ben Rice said, "Fear is not real; it's an illusion." Fear is our mind telling us what we believe will happen next based on our stories. We fear what we don't know, and it is easier to be stagnant and remain in the old story. Um, for example, if you are in a job you dislike, you absolutely dislike, your mind will focus on the loss of that job if you left. Uh, it does not see the endless possibilities and opportunities that will open up for you if you walk away from a job that you hate. Um we haven't ever lived in the future, so how do we, Why? what are we afraid of in the future? The unknown. And and why do we allow that fear to be a weapon then? Um, coach, um, Ron, Jerry, you guys have coached and worked with several entrepreneurs throughout your careers. And I think there are more entrepreneurs scared of success than there are of them scared as failures. Entrepreneurs fail all the time, and they're like, eh, ah, hey, it is what it is. But I think, when things are going real well we use that fear as a weapon uh so what do you guys tell those people who that weapon keeps coming up when they're more afraid of success than they are of uh, of failure
5: to me it's always that fear of it gets it, it breaks down to it's that fear of the unknown Yeah, there are, I I mean, I absolutely agree. There are people that are afraid of that success. They don't realize that that's, typically they don't realize that that's what they're fearful of, but they know how to operate in their current situation, Mm -hmm. but they don't know how to operate if they're in that upper mobility, that financial success, that um, success in whatever they're trying to achieve. They don't know how to operate under that right perfect example think of um a young actor or musician and they get all this money they get all of this um attention and these fans they often are so overwhelmed that they disintegrate in many ways yeah. it, they don't know how to operate on, under that and they think that that's what they want but they don't know how they haven't put s- things in place to prepare for that success. So I think Ron might have mentioned that before, maybe you too, Tim, but I think we do need a level of preparation when we're going to challenge ourselves, whether we're stuck or whether it's uh, an aspiration to uh, move up the corporate ladder or or try a new adventure. We need preparation, right? there might still be fear, but if we've prepared, then that risk of that unknown becomes a little softer because we're prepared for that, sure. and we're prepared. and And I always tell people, yeah, you need to prepare for that that success as well as that failure. And I, to me, I don't look at it as failure or success. I look at it as trying yeah you know we and it's not (coughs) if you have tried something and it didn't work out it doesn't have to be a failure if you've learned a lesson from it then morning Jeff it's not it's not a failure either
2: yeah coach you work with you you work with a lot of business uh, and entrepreneurs
5: well what I
1: find out most of the time is that you know we talk about the fear of success but we don't talk about it um whether it's a fear or I just don't know how to operate in that world, I know how to operate paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> I've been doing it for so long, you know, it's the, uh, right, I know exactly what to do to have enough money in my bank account to pay the employees, to pay the, the bills. But, uh, you know, what would I do if I had this extra money? I, you know, I, I just don't know. And so I think it's it comes down to a, a point of uh, the things I'm doing are paying the bills, so I don't need to do anything else. And, and that's what we talk about here all the time is get up and walk across the boat to find success. Do something a little bit different. Uh, go and find someone who can help you do it. We think when we uh, become the business owner, we're the top of the food chain, uh, that we're in this alone, and, and you're never in it alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this world, you are never alone. You might be isolated at times. You might be out in the mountainside you know, meditating and um and doing that, but you're never alone. We depend on everybody else uh, to move through. Here at 216, the net, we have the three uh, key figures: Ron, uh, Kent, and myself, and we each have certain roles to play. And when we one of us doesn't do that role, then we don't move forward. And I think that's what I find happens a lot is that they they don't they're not taking those steps forward. You talked about it earlier; they're in that comfort zone mm-hmm. and. I think, you know, finding, finding success um, and they start getting into success habits, uh, things will start to change.
2: I like what you said, uh, Coach. And, of course, uh, here at one six the Net, um, we've got three ways that you can listen to us. First is uh, www.216thenet.com. Click the Listen Live button uh, or go up to our page that says Podcast. You can listen to any of our old shows, past shows on 216 it's absolutely fantastic usually the day after so all of our monday shows you'll f- show up on tuesday tuesday and wednesday etc 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 uh and uh and which is awesome and then uh lastly uh, put it right on your smart device uh go ahead and grab that look up the the uh the app you can download the app right onto your smart device which is great and listen to us anytime in your car on your earbuds whatever the case may be which is great uh, and of course in studio with us, we have Jerry Con and Jerry, people want to get in touch with you, learn more, ask you more questions about this. How do they do that?
5: Yeah. I have a small private practice in Ringwood, of uh, capture your path counseling, and they can reach me at www.captureyourpath.com or Jerry G E R I at captureyourpath.com. Uh, I also do have uh, a lot of webinars, workshops. Mm-hmm. People can listen to those across the country. Yep. I have if somebody wants to meet me in person on Saturday. I will be at the McHenry Public Library at, I think, 10 a.m. for an author's fair. Oh. Uh, so that kind of exciting to, to be included in that. And uh, I do have a bunch of articles on different mental health topics on my website if people want to explore something there and reach out anytime. I'm I'm really, I feel like it's my mission in life to help people live a better quality of life and get through those challenges. That's it. So that oh. absolutely.
1: I, w- I, I want to take us back just a few years. Um, I, I did not wa- plan on getting into individual coaching. Not that many years. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry asked you asked me to, you know, can we sit down and talk? You were in a a, a group at that time. You were yes. part of a network, a, a network mm-hmm. of uh, counselors, but you wanted to mm-hmm. get on your own, and you asked me oh. about business things. Mm-hmm. And yes. And mm-hmm. I gave you some advice on business things, and at the end of that you said, you know, how much do I owe you? I'm like, what are you talking about? We're just having coffee. No, it's great advice. I'm in the advice business. I need to, you know, reward you for right. this. And, and you paid me for the advice I gave you. Yeah. And today you're successful in business, so either I gave you the right advice or you said that's really not the right thing, but I'll go this <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, don't
5: do it. He right. said no.
1: Uh, but uh, then that started me down a path of actually You were coaching. very
5: helpful, and tha- you gave me the confidence and encouragement to move forward, so thank you.
1: So both of our businesses grew because of a you know a, a one-hour meeting. Yeah. Uh, so that was c- quite a while ago. And it yes, it was. Uh, and since you know, since then you've helped so many people, and I'm just I, I'm so happy to have been a part of that.
2: Uh, thank you. And um, yes. now I wanna I wanna tackle something before we jump into rapid fire. And Ron, you brought it up in your segment, Rancheron. Ron, uh, and Tim, you brought it up just a minute ago. Is is uh, Ron? When he you says t- Tim. I'm always concerned. You you say, <laughs> you say this is a good one. I'm giving you you know credit. I'm that, that trophy over there says Tim, so um, that's what I'm going with. Uh, <laughs> is um, uh, Ron? You said that uh fear is a sign of weakness and uh we shouldn't be afraid and and coach you just said we just don't talk about fear especially of success or whatever we don't approach it enough uh for 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 anything and it it is it's it's a difficult situation uh it's a difficult subject uh why don't we don't we speak about that more often in in everyday life with with kids with with, with business owners with 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 uh, church members with just the general public um why don't why why don't we do that i i think that if we were to say oh yeah you're afraid of fears you know it's not like afraid of swimming throw them in the deep end and <laughs> get out of it to throw them off a cliff but you know why why don't why why are we so afraid why are we fearful of talking about fear
5: there's a stigma it fear people believe that if you're afraid of something they equate it to weakness and if you're weak people don't want to be associated with that they want to be associated with the people that are successful and ambitious in mm-hmm. moving forward the reality is we all have fears we all have hurdles to jump and if we We're more open to talking about those. We would kind of diminish some of those stigmas across the board. But nobody wants to be that first person that says, hey, it's okay. Well, there are a lot of first people out there. There are people that are saying that. But our general society is so built upon the fact that success is good. Being strong is good. Being active is good. And if you're comfortable with just your life the way it is, you don't want to risk the fear of not being included and liked and, and people thinking that you're okay. Right. So, so you just don't say anything. You hold that fear in. and you don't act well, upon
3: it. Well, the fear th- that comes out of that is a, is a motivator because people don't talk about their fears. I've been right. associated with a couple of cottage industries where most of the players are known who are in the industry. And their biggest fear is, I grew up in the industry, my folks had it, I took it over, and our success is based upon a secret. And if Uh, I share that secret with someone else, eh? then other people will come and exploit us and take over. So the fear is my business is built on some secret formula. Yeah. And I don't want to expose that. And the reality of it is is that they all have the same fear in that industry. It's mm-hmm. the fear that if someone else knew about me, they would exploit me.
5: You know, there's also, I've heard so many people say, you know, my mom or my mother-in-law made this great recipe and she gave, it, she gave me the, the recipe but it doesn't taste the same, and the, the wonder is, did they leave something out? The
1: secret the ingredient. The secret
5: ingredient, and why? Because if if the person that gave you the recipe, they're known for this. They're successful. They're that's what they're known for, and the fear is, if other people have that, yeah. then they Chili. won't be special anymore.
2: The chili's one of the big ones.
1: Well, r- a few years ago, there was a, f- a cookbook came out with all the special recipes Holy in it. The Kentucky Fried Chicken, uh, you know, the, the Olive Fields Garden, cookies. so Mrs. Fields cookies, yeah. And you could buy that that yeah. that, that book, and and
2: every one that we tried did not taste anything like well, it's like it's like when you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich when your mom made it it's delicious yeah, yeah. yeah it right tastes a lot different <laughs> than when you do my that. mom never put enough peanut butter on it right. see what i'm saying <laughs> yeah uh but but that my
3: mom never put enough potato chips in it absolutely it <laughs> and it's gotta <laughs> be the ruffled
2: kind the uh, the yeah, i'm telling you that, just that crunch yeah gotta get the crunch uh, it one of my favorites is actually grilled peanut butter and jelly. So like a grilled cheese, but really, like Oh my God. Delicious. Mm, I'll, uh, I'll trust uh, you on that. It is delicious. Peanut butter, it
1: mayonnaise it and dill
2: pickles. No, what? Really? Amazing. <laughs> is it really easy? I'll try that. I
1: will
3: well, that Kent, one. did you wrap that in aluminum foil? And <laughs> 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 no, that crazy. was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's it. good.
2: No, I, no, no, I did not. Um, absolutely. Um, com thanks pete uh so <laughs> the 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 interesting thing is we're we're talking about overcoming your fears facing your fears overcoming them of course it's halloween uh week and um uh, just a quick uh, psa as well as you know this weekend i think we fall back in with with the yes. time so uh don't show up early on uh, next monday to two ball, ball guys, guys with,
3: with r- rancher raw beautiful <laughs> I had a fear that the mute button was on. (laughs) (laughs) Mutophobia. Mutophobia. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's go back to the fear of success once more. Yeah. Yeah. To be successful generally requires change. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest fears we have is the fear of change. Yeah. So maybe we are so comfortable where we're at that we don't want to be successful because that would require change. For some people, that might mean moving past the the group of people they now have as friends. Yeah. That if they're successful, it'll mean a move or it'll mean hanging out with different people and going away from the people that they have. Yeah. Uh, And
2: and that's, yeah, that can be uncomfortable. That's always a little awkward. And, um, yeah, I... i I always read and and I see all the time you know uh, on, on you know memes and quotes and things like that uh that um you know if the people in your life aren't adding to your story, then you gotta get rid of those people in your life so that you can get around people yeah. who do add to your story
5: think about this uh, you know the you hear it all the time there's a glass of water it's at the halfway level with water. Yeah. Is it half full or half empty?
1: Well, it's all the way full. The glass is just too tall.
2: It's
5: <laughs> or it doesn't matter. You okay. can fill it up. That's you can point. fill it up. So that fear is, okay, Well, I, I only have half a glass of water. Well, no, you can fill it. That's what's so important. I think that people... Ron's exactly right. I mean, fear can equate to change and fear of the unknown because we don't know if we bring about that change that can bring us the successes we don't know what's out there and what can change but we can fill it up no. we, we it doesn't matter we get so wrapped around those fears of what could be or what couldn't be it doesn't matter it well should. it does matter it but does. It,
3: it shouldn't matter it should. It does. Well, one of my biggest fears is buying a new computer and having to download all the new stuff <laughs> that I'm comfortable with the old stuff. Yeah. That I really true. don't want to go buy a new computer and go through all the problem of updating everything but because it may have changed. Yep, that change again.
2: There yep. it is once more, right?
3: Um, and I know
2: we only have you till 8 o'clock this yes. morning, so we really need to get into this right now. I'm telling you this right now.
1: And now. And now. It's time
2: for it's Rapid Fire. Time for Rapid Fire. Monday, October the 29th, <laughs> 2018. Today's Rapid Fire is all about overcoming your fear, facing your fear. This is where Deke asks the questions. The panel has thirty seconds to answer. Today, rapid fire is brought to you by the number twenty-two and the letter F for fear. Twenty-two and the letter F. Now, it's time for rapid fire. Iyer, Iyer. This is
3: a segment <laughs> where Jerry fears that she's going to go first and get thrown under the bus. Alright. Pretty Alright. much. Alright.
2: And <laughs> that fear is coming real. And welcome to the game. Okay. <laughs> so here it is. All right. Jerry. 30 seconds. I've got 30 seconds to answer, to answer a question. <gasps> that no. can't My
5: heart's racing. No, I'm kidding.
2: So here it is. What, Jerry, is what are you actually afraid of?
5: Well, I already mentioned I was afraid of spiders, but but I that doesn't prevent me from moving forward. So, I move forward with a lot of things. Um my children. I mean, I I fear that they won't have
2: um I've seen our children, I'd be afraid to. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
5: I no, just you know, the uh, for I'm afraid for them, yeah. you know, just living a successful life, a healthy life, a happy life and um having a good quality of life
2: there you go time's up
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> coach um, yes sir um are you fearful of the process or the result and why i think for me it's it's the result the process
1: uh the process is what the process is and i i enjoy uh, the motion sometimes when something's coming to a conclusion um, I, d- I, d- I, don't want it to come to a conclusion because that means that's going to start a whole new process, a whole new project. Mm. I just wanted to keep going. So I think it, uh, I would be more uh, concerned about the result versus the actual the of, of the result the, uh,
2: process. All right.
5: The unknown. The unknown. Nice. There
2: we go. There we go. Done. All right, uh, Ron. This one comes to you. This is a two-part question. Uh, please uh, go into as much of a 30-second answer (laughs) as you possibly can. Do you feel that you can handle the process, and do you feel like you can handle the outcome?
3: I can handle the process. It may take me a few times to figure it out, to go through and, and have a few failures along the way. As far as handling the outcome, if the outcome's a failure it affects me for a short period of time, and then I say, what can I learn from it? So, can I handle both? Yes, do I fail at both sometimes? Yes, but it's okay because it's all part of the journey. It's all part of moving forward. There are times I need people in my life to be able to put that into perspective for me. Nice. That was nice. well said.
2: That is real sad.
1: I think uh, we should just stop right there. Mic drop, yep, it, yep, and yep drop yep on. there.. Yeah. Moving
2: right along. Weather.
1: Radiant cold.
2: Ah, Jerry, do you feel confident in your abilities to perform? Why or why not?
5: Hmm. Hmm. Yes, most of the time. I've always been a pretty confident person, so mm-hmm. uh, Napoleon complex. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, g- kind <laughs> of. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not afraid of failure. So, because I think Ron said it very well. Because I think there's always lessons to be learned. So uh, I I think that you you, you just plug along. And it, again, to quote him, going through the journey. <coughs>
2: All right. Hey, uh, Chase Sasano, thanks for checking in, brother. Uh, get down to Portland, Maine. The day then, heading home tonight. Great show. See you all soon. And tune in tonight to Sling and Hope Radio. Good, good stuff. Uh, thank you. That was a good, good answer. Coach, yes, sir. Uh, do you feel that you have to perform and you don't want to?
1: There are days.
2: Yeah? <laughs> uh, you know, there's
1: I have so much going on in my life. There's days I just need to shut down. And uh, you know, the last couple of weeks ending, th- you know, the soccer season got over yeah. with, and you would have thought the next couple of days I'd get a lot more done, but it was actually like, boom, I, I just shut down for two days. Uh, had about 12 bowls of soup and saw eight episodes of uh <laughs> <laughs> Rock <laughs> The Rocky. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there are d-
2: definitely times you need to shut down. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Boing. Ron, are you pressuring yourself to make a decision quickly? when you don't have enough information?
3: You know, I'll tell you tomorrow. (laughs) 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 I think there's always a fear of not having enough information to make a decision. But sometimes you just have to go out, take what you have, and go with it. And Mm. put the fear behind you. There are times I've made bad decisions because of new information (laughs) that came down the pipe. But uh, it wasn't available at the time. I was had to make that decision. So yes.
2: Nice, excellent. This one comes back to uh, to Jerry.
3: Can you get
2: more information? And if so, where? So if you more so yeah, I'm, I'm right not sure right that so it's <laughs> kind of a play off that one. So <laughs> do you make a, a decision quickly when you don't uh, have okay. enough information? Can you get more information?
5: Well, yeah, because I think even if you make a decision based on the information you have and you go along one path, one journey, right? And you get more information, you might veer back the other way. Mm -hmm. I don't, I guess I just, I see that life is about learning and adapting. And as long as we're not stuck and feeling stuck, we can just keep on learning. And so it's not a linear path of life. It's zigzagging and Mm -hmm. ups and downs and under and
3: up and learn. Ah. Is, is well, I, I'm going to jump mm. in with a comment on that. Sure. That there are too many people that are so fearful of making the wrong decision, yeah. they get analysis paralysis. Absolutely. Yeah. And they never move forward. Never. Yep. No.
2: Okay, this one, Coach. Uh, this is yes, uh, this is a good question here. The surprise. Uh, question me. number eight. <laughs> uh, so listen closely. Is your sense of worth at stake in this moment? If so, why? Mm. Can you drop the question of worthiness? Uh, yes. A, a, a
1: situation uh, developed last week, I won't go into it, that really made me um, sit back and take a look at, at my my value to that particular organization. Um, and in, in that, um, you know, it did, my self-worth was questioned deeply, so it, it took some soul-searching to get through that. Uh, but moving forward I, I I feel that, you know, overcome, adapt and uh, move forward. Awesome.
0: Good.
2: awesome. <coughs> uh so there, there there's a whole show. Can you drop there can you drop the question of worthiness? That's a whole Monday morning yeah. show in itself, mm. I think. We'll
1: right see if there. we can get James worthy in for that hey, one.
2: Hey <laughs> uh, I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ron. Uh, Are you trying to protect yourself from a particular outcome? If so, why?
3: Hmm. In the back of my mind, I'm always trying to protect myself from financial failure. Having lived that experience and recovered from it, it's a journey I don't want to take again. (laughs) So there are points in time where I make decisions that, are a protective nature as opposed to an aggressive nature. And maybe the aggressive nature would be a better path for me to go to reach a higher level of success.
2: So the answer is yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, Jerry, do you know someone who has been in your position before who can provide detail around what currently feels abstract and scary? And if, and if so,
5: my position as well, a if cons- you're facing or, or or your face fear, face oh, facing uh, your okay. Fear. Well, as a counselor, I, you know, I, I kind of hang out with a lot of sure. other counselors, sure. so sure. and one of the things I, I really am blessed I have another counselor that she and I uh, meet once a month, mm. and we say it's if to discuss clients, but really. We tend to talk about our own selves and um, anything that we're afraid of. And so just bouncing those ideas off of each other is helpful.
2: Yeah and, and I think that's a key right there folks. if you're listening, you're really truly looking to overcome uh, you know or face your fear is to you know have that person in your life. Um, uh, so I have a spiritual mm-hmm. advisor because uh, i a deacon um i y- i think you have to have those type of people who can stretch you and you can bounce things off of i i like that yep, yeah absolutely i uh, use casper yeah
5: the friendly ghost the friendly yeah ghost. He's, okay. my,
2: he's my spiritual advisor there okay you, go. There well you, go. you know uh okay coach i think i know the answer to this but yes. here you are are you scared that you may make a mistake are you allowed to make mistakes I used to be
1: really concerned about making mistakes I- in public speaking, but what I found out was most people aren't listening. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <Huh? laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and if, if I have made a mistake, if I forgot a line on a poem, if I forgot a segment of my presentation, the only one who knows it is me, um, or my wife, who's heard them several times. Sure. Uh, so I've gotten, I've gotten over that fear of mistakes, and that's allowed me, I think, to become more uh, more successful, more able to connect to the audience. Beautiful.
5: Can I add real quick sure, to that? Please go I think it, yeah. that when people do <coughs> make mistakes, especially in speaking, you laugh about it and it the audience can connect with you because yeah. we've all made mistakes, right? That's so it. It, it's a kind of a connection. Just laugh it off.
1: Yeah, my tongue got wrapped around my eye tooth. I couldn't see what I was saying.
2: <laughs>
5: I hate <laughs> when that happens. I know.
2: <laughs> Alright, so, Ron... This is the final question as we wrap up so we can get Jerry out of here on time. Double jeopardy. Is um, (laughs) your fear. Think of your fear. You don't have to tell us what it is. Think of your fear. Um, Are you scared or or were you told that this is a scary thing? And so are you adapting someone else's fear? If so, why? If not, why not?
3: That is a very complicated question <laughs> <laughs>
2: twenty five seconds to answer that. day <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: would you repeat the question
2: yes uh, yes i can uh so y- with your fear, are you scared of this fear or or were you told from someone else that this is sc- scary and you should be fearful of it uh so are you adopting someone else's fear? Uh, if so, why? If not, why not?
3: Well, the fact is, a fear makes it scary. Yeah. So that's a foregone conclusion in my mind. Okay. Have I adopted other people's fears? Yes. I adopted uh, fears from others who have said, well, here's the path that this is going to go and result in. Now, I have been working to overcome that, saying, well, that was your path to that conclusion. It doesn't have to be my path to that conclusion. Right on. And that then brings in the expectations again. Should yeah. I expect to take their path, or should I expect to create a new Jerry, path? S- absolutely.
2: Jerry, same question to you. Uh, your fear, is it scary because someone told you it was scary? <coughs> uh, in if so, are you adapting another's fear
5: Yeah, I think I've adapted to other people's fears, um, over my life, but I really try to challenge those and recognize them for what they are. I, I know I keep repeating this, but I think it goes back, bringing myself back to the moment and, um, and just kind of in a peaceful meditation type situation, think about, is this my reality or it was that theirs and, and their path might be different than mine. So what do I need to do for me? Because nice. my skills are different than others.
1: Nice. <coughs> coach. Same thing to you. Well, I I think we all adopt other people's fears. Most uh, prevalent are parents. You know, our, our parents okay. have certain fears that they pass on to us. Uh, I, I guess one of them for me early on was I, my dad, who was a, s- a public singer, not necessarily a speaker. Always had a, a nervousness in front of an audience, and I I picked up on that from him early on, and it took some some major work to get over that. But you know, once I did, then uh, well a lot of great things happened. But here you are. Here I am,
2: and then there we go. Nice, mm-hmm. looking pretty good, sign. <coughs> All right. Uh, are, are you scared, or were you told this is scary? Your fear, and if, if so, are you adopting another's fears, Kent? Um, Jeez, uh, being the youngest of four boys, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, my brothers probably scared the bejeekers out of me several <laughs> times, uh, or uh, tried to prevent me from doing something that they did uh, stupidly, right? Um, so, uh, and and in the business world, and and what we do, um, yeah, I've been the guy in my career to to get people to to fix i've been the you know so i've been the, the relief picture pitcher, mm-hmm. right so i can take I, I my my talents are taking it from the bottom where it's broken up to a certain level and then the, the corporation will take me once i hit that level out so i don't know how to succeed i know how to get it to a place mm-hmm. to succeed mm-hmm. but then i'll always go back down to the bottom right so yeah so especially with this business my fear uh of success is that I can I can I can run so far and I can get them I can get us so far up the ladder uh, but once I get up to that ladder I'm not sure where we're going and and that's a fear of mine uh and and the things that you read are are from rags to riches and but uh, but on the same side I read a lot of you know um ink magazine and things where uh this business failed this business failed this business failed and that, w- that were very very successful businesses you know take a look at pontiac or you know take a look at anything and so you're like i can get there but what happens so
1: yeah. I, I see the problem now i read the wrong book i i read b- from riches to rags
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, that is uh, Rapid Fire for this October the 29th, 2018, brought to you by the number 22 and the letter F for oh, yeah. fear. Yeah. Of course, uh, Mitch O'Donnell, Christine Kearns, everybody, Jeff Young, uh, good morning, good morning, good morning, um, and Pete Galt, a new, we're like crazy connected. I have never met another person who enjoys grilled PBJ. I grew up on those. Me too. Me too, right? That says a lot. That does. (laughs) Uh, And, of course, Jerry, we know you have to run. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, so much for your time today. Uh, If people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
5: www.captureyourpath.com or G-E-R-I at captureyourpath.com. Excellent. I just want to, can I end real quick sure. with a Whatever. thought? No, well, you're done. <laughs> leave. Okay, Thank I'm you. out. <laughs> Thank you for playing. Tell her what she's done, um, Johnny. Yeah. You know, I think you were, uh, what you were just talking about made me think about fear as from different viewpoints, right? From our own perspectives, because what a fear that one person has, uh, let's use the example of um, the spider. You may not have that fear, Tim. You might have uh, a fear of speaking. Ken might not. So everything is in fear comes from our own perspectives. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's from a situation that we've grown up in um, or experienced or our parents telling us to be fearful. But it's all from our own perception. And we can change those. So we can fill up that cup.
2: Yeah. Fill I love it. It. And I love that too. <laughs> yeah.
5: So thank you very much, guys.
1: Thanks yes. for, uh, thank for showing up, coming straight <coughs> off the airplane, three hours of sleep. And I'm uh, here. And you're here. Because you guys are great. You're, a, you're
2: amazing. Thank
1: you. Uh, yep. Yeah. You no, awesome.
5: Thanks. All so right. I'm off for my... Enjoy your day. Yep. Thank thanks you, guys. Thank you.
2: Bye.
3: Have Bless a great you. day, Jerry. You Stay too, Ryan, Thank you.
2: Jerry Condon, everybody. Jerry Condon, right there. And, of course, uh, right now is uh, is time for uh, Deke's Health and Fitness Tips. And, of course... There are a few ways, folks, uh, and I just want to remind you that uh, I have chosen this segment because I am the picture of perfect health, just the before picture. And uh, there's a couple of things um, I want to to help you all out with uh, because it seems like losing weight is such a big, important factor for so many people. Uh, we've had uh, guests on like Pam Gish uh, work very closely with... Uh, Paige Little and Jay Little and uh, people who are health coaches and, and whatnot. And I think it's important to, I just want to give you three things to think about if you're taking a look at losing weight. And we all know it, it, you can't diet, it's, you have to do a lifestyle change. Number one is prioritize protein at breakfast. Instead of eating sugary breakfast or skipping your morning meal entirely, eat something with at least 20 grams of protein. Uh, a low glycemic protein-packed breakfast doesn't just uh, help uh, keep you full; it can also increase your energy levels, um, and that's and that's awesome. Number two is incorporate high-intensity workouts. Um, all exercise requires effort, but there are some workouts that can help you accomplish more in a short amount of time. Research shows. High-intensity exercise, um, sh- interval training you probably heard, uh, for instance, burns more calories than a steady-state exercise performed for the same amount of time. So instead of just getting on the treadmill and walking at some point, jack that thing up to about 10 miles an hour, and get a couple sprints in or something like that, uh, do some kettlebell workouts, those type of things. You can, you can use your heart rate to determine how much effort you're putting forth. Uh, so for a high intensity workout, you want to be at the 70 to 80% of your maximum heart rate, which, uh, you can calculate by subtracting your age from 220. Uh, so coach, that would be never mind, eh, never mind. Uh, and then number three, I think, uh, one of the biggest things is keep an eating schedule. Um, weight loss isn't just about what you eat. It's also about when you consume your calories, eating in alignment with your, um, your your body rhythms um, May help with weight loss that means eating breakfast um, I say within two hours of, of, of waking up and, and stopping your food intake, you know several hours before bed um, is, is important so those three things if you want to maintain health lose some weight over these holidays uh, keep an eating schedule incorporate high-intensity workouts and prioritize protein uh, at breakfast, and those are Deke's health and fitness tips for this day.
3: Way to go! Uh, well, uh, I've got some bad news. Yeah, uh, when you talked about just eating a good high protein breakfast and leave out the sweets we just lost a Cinnabon sponsor <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh,
2: but they, you, that is aromatherapy though you can't walk into a mall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and for for our millennials out there a mall is a place where a collection of stores <laughs> 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 with a big hallway down right. the middle <laughs> that's it
3: well I'll tell you you can get exercise without having to go to the gym by doing projects around the backyard. Oh, absolutely. Ranch. Uh, Kent, a few weeks ago, you guys built an entire barbecue unit yeah. in your backyard yep. out of wood and nails climbing up and down ladders. Uh, anytime you can match your physical activity with an accomplishment of something, yeah. it's a lot more fun. It, yeah. it goes from the, the standpoint of, I have to go work out to, I want to go do this. Yeah. And that mindset difference is one of the keys to maintaining a good, healthy schedule. Yeah. I agree.
1: Uh, we uh, we moved an entire cord of wood from behind the garage, about uh, 150 feet across to the, the back and rebuilt and restacked. Uh, we were both April and I were both filling it.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's but that's something that you don't normally do. And I think that's that's the key. You got to kind of shock it a little bit. Uh, folks, you're listening to twenty one six and that Ron, how can they listen to us?
3: There are three ways to listen to the program. One is to go to www.216thenet.com and click the Listen Live. Whatever show is currently playing will come through their speakers. There's a way, if you've missed a show or are unable to be with an entire program, to go to the Past Show Podcast tab at the top and click on that. And go through and search, and you can pick up any of the shows on 21.6 The Net that are available. The third way is with your smart devices, your iPads, your Android phones, iPhones. Go to the appropriate app, either Google Play or the Apple Store, and download the 21.6 The Net app. And you'll be amazed. You'll be, you'll have your phone in your pocket working on something. You'll accidentally click the button, and all of a sudden, Tim Stewart's filling your ears. <laughs> 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 it's an amazing thing. Uh, so, filling
2: uh, your ears. ears. Make sure we get that separation, <laughs> your <ears>. not <laughs> your rears.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so there are three different ways to listen, and uh, all of them are great. I'll I'll, I will tell you that sometimes when I'm down uh, in the pastures fixing fences and everything, I'll have 21.6 the net on. And yeah. one fellow we didn't mention was Nick Esposito. And he has a show that just makes you not want to be on the Internet anymore. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so true.
2: But you know what? I love listening to him when I'm I working do, out and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, He's absolutely.
3: great. Yeah, his he,
2: flow he is just show. amazing. It's good. Well, of course, it's what he does, right? Yeah. Uh, talking about overcoming your fears today facing those fears we've had a great uh, conversation with Jerry Condon uh, yeah for the first couple hours she had to step out but but guys just what a great show so far Um, as we talk about overcoming fears I said that I don't know if we need to overcome them I think we need to face them right but I think having those fears can can be healthy and what Jerry said is as long as you're not stuck so, in in a in a situation like mine, where I've had success up to a point, and then I go and 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 redo it, there we, there's a, a process of always repeating a cycle, right? And when when we're facing a fear, right? And I guess I've never had to worry about what to do once I get to this level because never got there. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, when I've when I've gotten them so far they pull me out and bring somebody in and I go to the next place and triage that Um, so I I don't know if I don't know if I have a fear of of success but I I might have a fear of of taking it to a level that I've never been to if that if that makes sense and uh, and I know there's probably a lot of people out there listening uh, around the globe that that probably have that same same sense of anxiety, or uh, you know, is is that uh, it, it's the unknown. So it's not that I'm afraid of being successful. I'm afraid of being mega successful. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Uh, y- <laughs> uh, does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? I don't know. I, w- I
1: was planning on how to spend that 1.6 billion dollars. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's right.
2: That's
3: right. Well, you know, that is something to think about when you look at 80 percent of all lottery winners to go bankrupt. Yeah. One lady won $35 million in Las Vegas, was hit by a car, was going to spend it all on health mm-hmm. and recovery. Right. Uh, you, you take yourself down stupid paths of of considering all of the ill effects of having that. They he one guy in line says, now what are you going to do if you win that lottery? He says, first thing I'm going to do is change my phone number.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> I so so go ahead. No, I I just there there's a there's a pattern, right? So we repeat the pattern. Um I talk about it with with as I'm coaching athletes on shooting free throws is you shouldn't think about it. You should worry about your pattern. You should do the same thing every time that you step up. You're not going to make every shot. You're not going to miss every shot. But you shouldn't think, am I going to make this? You should just go through your your rhythm and your pattern. Um, I do that, and it, it gets me to a certain level. Um, but we'll take we'll take twenty one uh, six for instance. Is uh, there are times where I I think to myself, okay, we've gotten it here, and 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 I'm not sure if I know how to get it to here. I don't know if it's necessarily a fear or if it's uh well i don't don't want to take that next step so uh you brought up um uh you know uh Indiana Jones it's when they're at the edge and you got to step out there on faith and and the path will show up yeah um you know or he throws the sand across as they see there it is but uh the interesting thing is is you know here I am at a place where mm-hmm. boy where do we go you know and and how do you overcome that
1: well i I think we're right in a a season where we're we teach kids how to face their fears you know uh, halloween yeah n- most of the time th- the, the kids will dress up as the thing they fear they'll dress up as a zombie as a monster as a uh, uh, my, <laughs> my grandson yesterday had this really super cute unicorn uh outfit on but then he had makeup where his eyes were like zombies <laughs> So he had this this r- you know r- really cute, yeah. but he made it okay to wear the really cute by being a, a zombie. A zombie. <laughs> it's like, but facing their fear. Th- on this day, we make fear fun. Yeah. We go to we go to haunted houses. We go to uh, haunted uh, rides. We, we we do things that, if these things really happened to us in the course of our normal day, we'd be scared to death. But on this day, y- we know that mm-hmm. th- uh, they're not going to actually hurt us. And so the fear becomes fun. Uh, but for some people, and, and uh, we witnessed it, and, and and you know Luke was telling us the story, for some people, it can be really, really scary. But getting out and facing those fears, I think, on, you know, the Halloween, I think, is the day for that. Go out and face your fears and uh, have fun
3: with it and move on. Yeah. Well, we don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters <laughs> at our place. No. Yeah. I, I think maybe if we don't tie the dog up on a chain at the gate, that might change things.
6: Wow, he's <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, dressed of, up like a longhorn.
3: Of it, part of of, working through your fear is one, an awareness mm-hmm. that before you can overcome fear or deal with the fear, you have to be aware that the fear is creating a real havoc in your life. Yeah, yeah. And w- many times we ignore that, that we just accept the fear as a normal process yeah. and we don't look at the consequences of not doing anything about it.
2: Yeah. And, and, and yeah, and, and that's a good way to, to, to approach it. And um, I'm not afraid to take that next step right especially especially with our business here the radio station as we continue to grow and stretch and 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 run into road bumps and and things that are out of our control Um, there was probably a time when we started this that we were probably a little afraid are we going to get on on the you know (laughs) is this going to work and it works well and and we thank everybody for for listening and, and being with us this morning as we as we talk about tackling those fears um And uh, Jason Flaker, good morning. Go Bears. Uh, Julie Nelson, good morning. And uh, I think it's important to know that uh, when it comes to your fear, right, it's focus, educate, attack, and respect that fear. It's through that focus and education that, uh, again, we're afraid of, quote, unquote, the unknown. Yeah, and so it's through that uh, education that we start to learn, that we start to, to not be afraid. Ron, I'm I'm sure there was anxiety uh, when you were learning how to f- how to fly, and there was probably some anxiety when you first took over your solo flight. Um, but you had educated yourself enough uh, to to know what to expect. Um, you've been through the drill, the 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 touch-and-goes and things of that nature, so you knew how that thing, uh, how that the little Cessna operates. Um, uh, Coach, very much the same way uh, with, with you and uh, taking a look at, at soccer teams. Um, uh, are they going to understand me? Are they going to accept the drills? How much pushback am I going to get? Um, all these things that happen uh, pre-flight, pre-game, and... and the question is, uh, I think the the focus in education tells us, that but then the attack or the action—you gotta take action. And I think mm-hmm. if we don't take action, our fears will overwhelm us, and as Jerry said, keep us stuck. How do you take that first step, though? Well, I had a fear of having
1: an undefeated season, but that went away very, <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> uh, you're absolutely right. You know, we talk about all the. If you'll do the little things, the big things will take care of themselves. But today's athlete, one of the things i am experienced, they want all the big stuff. They want the ESPN highlight oh real yeah. moments. Na they na want na. you know, yeah. be able to da 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 da, da. Uh, But they don't understand the little work it takes yeah. to get there. Right. And, and when you take them through those little work, and they're like, Oh, but my muscles hurt. I can't go <laughs> Well, you're getting stronger. I was work. I'm I've been going to practices with the Vipers, and the coach has been putting them through a, just a very intense upper body workout. And their three point shooter is this guy Nate. That's his whole role is three point shooting. And in the scrimmage time, he wasn't shooting. And so I'm like, Nate, you're 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 not taking your shot. He goes, Coach, my arms hurt. I said, This is where you get stronger. You know, don't be so focused about it going in but continue to take the shot as you develop the strength, and it's going to, you know, everything's yeah. going to become more natural. And he's like, yeah, that makes so much sense, but why is it so hard to do? And I just, I d- this is a professional athlete. Sure. And I was like, well, <laughs> you know, how many of us are, are, are afraid, because it hurts, to push that little yeah. extra? And maybe it's not a physical pain like an athlete's feeling, but it's you know it, it's the f- the rejection by the people who aren't setting up the appointments or don't show up for their appointments or uh, you know the the time after time of uh, rescheduling you know when when you're looking at this going oh wow, this is this is going to be it this is this guy's going to be the big sponsor and then you get that phone call we need to reschedule till next week we need it, you know and yeah. it's just a broken record and after a while it's like well i you know i'll just go chase somebody else
2: yeah what
1: well,
3: what, th- one of the things to address your fears is to be honest with yourself and say, "What is it that I'm lacking right now?" Because when we center ourselves on the now, which is what we talked about earlier, then we can say, "This is what I need to to make the next step," and focus on accomplishing those instead of a focusing on the bigger picture. Of the fear of not getting it done. Love that.
2: Say that again for us. That's good.
3: It, it comes down to being honest with yourself and humble enough to say, what am I lacking right now? Because when we center on ourselves and the now, we then go out and say, okay, I can uh, I can add these uh, weapons and arrows to my quiver to go out and take the next step to yeah. to overcoming this fear to getting past the fear i agree with you kent that you you don't necessarily have to overcome the fear Mm -hmm. people say i have the fear of public speaking i think it's good to have some fear when you get up to speak publicly because one of the few times that i didn't have that i failed miserably yeah there wasn't something that kept me on my game going into it
2: yeah
3: but i had to go through and find out what are the processes? what am I lacking now to be able, able to accomplish that successfully?
2: Yeah I, I go back to uh, the very first show that we did in 2018 here uh, jump right and, and we talked a little bit about skydiving and going off the, the the high the high dive um, to that point, I think that you the butterflies are are good to have uh, you just have to learn to, Get your butterflies flying in formation, and once once that, that you know that energy is flying in formation, that's when we have the ability to uh, to take that first step. And I think you have to tell yourself, I have to take this step. If I don't take it, and 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 I'm I'm going back to to the Raiders of the Lost Ark where you have to step out and then the path reveals itself. Uh, it looks like a, a a terrible way down, and they throw a rock, and there's no sound. Um, but you have to be willing to say, all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall. Uh, you know, here we here we go. Um, this is it. I've got to do this. There's no turning back. And if I fail, I fail, and I fail, and I fail. But if not, then I I gotta look for that next the next stepping stone.
3: So, is the moral of the story if you have enough butterflies around you, they'll lift you up and you won't fall?
2: Perhaps after <laughs> you get them all flying in formation.
3: <laughs> well, that that comes down to Flap. also being Flap. open and honest with friends yeah. that can help you get past that fear. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of just hibernating and and being captivated by that fear to go, I say. You know, I've never dealt with this before, and I know you have. What were some of the steps you took to get past? Yeah. So ac- action is a, a method of getting farther down the road when you're fearing an outcome.
2: Good morning, Andy. Uh, and yeah, I and and I think that's the cool thing about about working with the two of you guys is I I'm able to do that. I mean, I'm I, hey yeah, I can be as open and honest with you guys. I think we've we've kind of that point where I can just say, "Guess what, guys? I dropped the ball here," or "Hey, I don't know how to even pick that ball up." Yeah. And uh, and there the cool a ball, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but y- it, and and I think that is a that is a cool thing because um, uh, being surrounded with by the right team, being surrounded with the right people, it helps terrifically in the fact that if you're not afraid to say uh i d- i don't know um and i've come to a, p- a point in my life where uh, you know there uh, i used to be pretty pretty proud hey i'll figure it out and you know i've i've hit my head on enough brick walls to know now is like you know what i've never done that so i might need some guidance you know hold my hands keep the train wheels on but let, let's try it I th- you know i think that's an important important thing when you're overcoming your fears
1: when I got home from annual training one year, my son was three, and uh, I was adjusting the the training wheels on his bike, and he says, uh, "Dad, I don't need those anymore." I'm like, "Yeah, you probably do." No, no, Dad, I don't need those anymore. Well, all right, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to take him off. Gave him a push, and the kid rode half mile (laughs) (laughs) and uh you know sometimes you know that analogy you just gave with the training wheels. sometimes we get so dependent on the training wheels we don't we never learn the process Uh, sometimes we we just take them off fall down a time or two to find our our balance and then move on i never had training wheels
3: well the other thing is finding out and analyzing becoming aware of what is the fear based on And taking the time to dig deeper to find out why does this exist in my life. Uh, In Seabiscuit, the movie about the racehorse, the jockey got so mad when someone came around the side of him and bumped into him and and said, it's not fair, it's not fair, it's not fair. And uh, the owner of the horse asked him, why are you so angry? And it went back to a point in time where he thought it was so unfair that his folks abandoned him and turned him over to the owner of Seabiscuit because they knew that he could have a better life than if they stayed with mm. the parents during the Depression. And his his reactions at the time were based upon something that happened years earlier. Yeah. And to have enough confidence or enough curiosity about why that fear exists that you dig a little deeper. Sometimes that takes a professional uh, counseling to do that in a business. It might mean a business coach is added mm-hmm. to address those fears, but also to open up and allow that discussion to happen within yourself and with people that you've brought in to help you past it.
2: And that could be a fear. I mean, a I big
3: fear. If I don't know, you know,
2: I, I don't want to uncover why this exists in my life. You know, you just asked, why does this exist <laughs> in my life? <laughs> and maybe that's a bone I don't want to uncover. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but but again, I think in order to, and that goes back to what Jerry said that that bone might be keeping you stuck.
3: Yeah. Well, that goes back to the. Uh facebook page i saw earlier we've talked about before it says failure to deal with what wounded you will cause you to bleed on all those that are around you yeah
2: yep well, that's a good quote uh, i enjoy that one uh so it's you know what a great what a great morning i i've uh, I, i've enjoyed the conversation I, i'm loving uh how to overcome fear i think i think you have to respect that fear um you, you have to take action towards that fear, educate, focus to, to, to truly focus to see where you're at right now in the future, uh, and, and it, are you in the is-is, or as Coach, you said, the is-then, is-the-is-was, and um, you have to be in the is-is when you're focusing, uh, and, then, uh, and then a lot of your fear will, will go away, uh, to your point. You know, hey, if I can focus uh, to go get that candy. yeah, yeah I <laughs> understand there's a, a clown out there, wha- you know, <laughs> but uh, let me focus here because I'm going to go get that Kit Kat bar. right?
1: Well, it was uh, it was chilly and it was misty and rainy yesterday. Yeah. And it was, it's was funny watching the three grandkids. Uh, once once Jesse had enough candy, he had had enough of the I'm cold done. weather. Right. right. He didn't need to overfill his bag. He, he had enough. He's like, I'm getting in the car. Uh, James and Kaylin they kept they kept pushing on and after a while K- Kaylin comes over and she's like okay I've got enough candy I'm getting in the car and James is just like three more houses let's three go. more houses let's, let's go that is it.
2: so as we as we jump into the roundup um, this is the part of the show where we always uh, get together give uh, give some of our key takeaways uh, anybody want to go first uh, let's let Ron go first today We'll let Ron go first.
3: Okay. One of the things that uh, Jerry said, fear is based in the moment. That worries about the future are not in the present. So as we're li- living farther and farther down into the future, the more and more fears we have to deal with. Yeah. And there's an old saying that says, uh, do not worry about tomorrow, for today has enough problems of its own. Amen. Uh, Chris Price uh, about just living uh, completely on that acknowledging the fear Peter Galt acknowledged the fear and that Chris's comment was our fear can actually create the bad situation that we're looking for because that's our only focus and we tend to go where our focus is that there is such a thing of the fear of success And that that success is something that keeps us from going forward. So that's kind of the things that I got out of that today, other than, uh, you know, some of the things that I said during the roundup.
2: Sure. Fantastic. Uh, I'll go. Okay. Uh, Jerry had mentioned a couple of things, which is great. We become comfortable and we know what we know. And that's why fear exists is because we don't know. Uh, But we don't always overcome the fear because getting out of our comfort zone is very, very difficult to do for a lot of us. Um, No one can make you, and then she gave the great um, Eleanor Roosevelt quote, right? No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Um, I, I think that's just, that's a great, great quote. And I think that if we understand that, um, a lot of our fears will go away. Um, if fear is not keeping you stuck, eh, Jerry said, eh, and I agree. I, I think it's okay to to respect that fear and to have fears as long as they're not keeping you stuck. Um, challenge it if it is and try to overcome it. Um, educate yourself on it. Attack it. Really take action against that fear. But always, 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 as Peter Galt says, respect that uh, and then is the glass half empty or half full? And coach and I always joke around so it's too big, but I really love what Jerry said. Just fill it up. Quit asking the question and just put more stuff in it.
1: <laughs> and,
2: yeah. and, and the old Christian song "Will your cup overflow with, well, my cup is only half full or half empty. Well, put more in it, right? Ron, uh, people have been beat down and have deeper emotional scars for not trying than they do Uh, From the fear of trying or or from from the scars they get for trying falling down things of that nature Um, Kids have to do stuff out of the view of adults. They got to get out and play. They got to go out ride their bikes fall down skin their knee um, Learn what it what what life is about um, jump the crick Get dirty get you know and come in come come back home with with wet feet Be prepared right? Um, I think that's, that's huge. Um, you said, hey, if you, if, if you fear you're a wimp, that's not true. If you fear you're human and, and fear is, is part of our life, but it shouldn't be something that, that holds us or drives us, um, uh, I guess holds us or, or, uh, keeps us from moving forward. Um. Our amount of fears, this is what I really like, Ron, you had said, our amount of fears are based on our expectations. So the higher the expectations, perhaps the, the higher the fears, uh, the bigger the, the amount of fear. Um, Will Smith has a great, a, a great YouTube where he's talking about skydiving. And, and he, he says, uh, as I was preparing for this, he's like, why were you scared all night long? You were in your bed. You're in the safety of your bed. Why were you scared driving in I- in the morning uh, to to the airport? You 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 you've driven that thousands and thousands of times. Um, so you know, uh, Ron, you're you're absolutely right. It, it, our expectations are: I'm jumping out of that plane. Never done that before. That's way high. This could hurt, right? Uh, but then, as soon as you jump out of that plane, all the euphoria in the world, right? The best things in life, uh, Will Smith says, God places right on the other side of fear. Yep. The best things in life, God places right on the other side of fear. Um, be honest and humble to ask what I'm lacking right now. Ron said, and Ron, um, that's a hard thing to do, but I something that I do on a daily basis as I'm as I'm writing down my gratitudes and taking a look at my calendar for the day is um, what is it that I need? What am I lacking? Whose help am I going to have to go get today? And that's something that I do every day. Uh, and what is my fear based on? Um, mm-hmm. and why does it exist in my life? If it ba- if it's based on somebody else's story or something that I haven't done, then I've gotta I've gotta get rid of it. I've gotta address it and move it out of my life. Coach, um, we we just don't talk about fear, uh, yeah. and boy. <gasps> I, I'm going to tell you it, it, and being a coach that, that that really struck a chord with me because I talk about failure a lot and, and that's what we do in practice. We fail, we fail until we get better. And um, but I don't talk about at the beginning of the game, hey, you could be scared to play. I always get out there. they're just players. but they, I mean it could be the best team in the world. You should be a little bit scared. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and, and, and and I, we just don't address and and talk about fear, especially a fear of success, uh, especially what it looks like. What is success for the, I mean, if I'm playing the best team, I mean, that's, boy, we just, we just don't talk about it enough. And I, I really appreciate that. Um, and, and what you also said is find someone who has tackled the fear and work with them how to conquer the fear. Uh, why go through it alone? And, and um it, it y- you do a lot of business coaching um but you may not have the same fear as me um but you may know somebody who has and instead of maybe talking with you i need to go talk with that person and, and suck it up buttercup that's <laughs> it you know and and i think that that is that is so true uh, throughout life and business that um i, I was watching a, a a show on netflix um last night it's a uh, living mortgage free so it's a it's a european thing and it talks about little houses and things like that and there was a gentleman who created who built an old run down um uh building to run his uh, automobile shop out of and then he added a second floor and whatever and he did it all himself and he said he goes you know if you're going through something that you don't know uh it's probably pull up the internet it's probably on youtube google that thing because somebody He goes, it may be new to you, but it's not new to somebody else. And that fear that you're going through may be new to you, but it's not new to somebody else. And there's probably a video out there to help you get through it or show you how to do it or how to make it or do whatever. Um, And he said, you can pretty much do and become anything you want to through the help of little videos and people who have already done it and put it out on the Internet. And that was kind of interesting that you said that. So it kind of fell right in line. But those were those were my big my big takeaways.
1: You, you know, my fear cool. about going last in these takeaways is you guys take all the good stuff. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so, so you, that's why you always want to jump
1: in first. That's right. But uh, I, you, you're good. I'm going to go back to something Ron said uh, about you know being afraid of heights as a pilot. I have a lot of friends who are teachers who are afraid of public speaking. But you know they're in front of an audience Every day. all the time yeah. and and for me i r- I really was nervous about public speaking i I just I had something happen in high school that uh, didn't you know lend to being a, a public speaker and through a, a course of a couple of situations, and someone who didn't realize I had this fear took and put me in front of a thousand people and had said, "Here, talk about this uh, and it, it was something that I <laughs> you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was something I was passionate about, so it was easy. And, you know, the next steps for the next several years, and to even to today, I will get extremely nervous right before I speak. And going back to what Ron said earlier, he said you, you should have a little bit of fair public speaking. That's going to make you plan, prepare, sure. and, and, and get better. Uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. One of my other highlights for today is a fried PB&J sandwich. I definitely grilled definitely have to give yeah. that a try. Grilled cheese, right, grilled cheese. Grilled, right, so uh, it's grilled grilled yeah. cheese. Um, Deep fried though
2: sounds pretty good too. I
0: d-
1: I'm thinking yeah. I need to go back and, and watch City Slickers again because this is the second week in a row the we guys had brought that. up. I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> we had reference to City Slickers, and uh, you know there are a lot of great movies out there that, that talk about things. But that was really one uh, when we look at the topic of overcoming your fears. Yeah. If these guys place out in the middle, and they're you know they're giggling like little schoolgirls at one point getting out there. But then th- the real stuff happened. Yeah. And as the real stuff started happening, they uh, they had to face it and it was uh, I mean great l- lessons out there um, run I think it was also you that said uh, some of our biggest scars don't come from cuts and bruises a- and I think that's that's powerful that you know we might not understand the basis for some of these fears but when we can we can look back uh, my uh, I was five years old my dad was one of the most accomplished singers in western Nebraska uh, at one point we stopped at a uh, the old Cornhusker hotel i wanted to show it to my wife before they tore it down it was it was slated for uh deconstruction as we pulled in the marquee said the uh, uh meeting this week of the nebraska association of funeral directors <laughs> and she's <laughs> like oh great uh i don't think it was halloween weekend but uh, <laughs> we, uh we we walk in i didn't say anything to her but i probably would know half the guys in the room We weren't 10 feet in the revolving door, and somebody said, Tim Stewart, what are you doing here? And it was Mr. Swanson from the Adam Swanson Funeral Home in in North Platte. And uh, he said, hey, everybody, it's Harry's kid. Well, my dad, as a singer, sang for every funeral and, (laughs) you know, 150 miles. uh, You know, so getting... um, You can't go anywhere without being known. I I forget uh, fully where I was going with that, but it was... It worked, yeah. It 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 was... (laughs) You weren't afraid to go there. I appreciate that. It was one of those moments um, when I I look at you.
3: You weren't afraid to go there, even if it died.
1: (laughs) 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 It died right in the middle. Uh. Um, The fear and faith cannot be friends. Fear and faith cannot be friends. And those of us who profess the Christian faith, uh, I think sometimes when we have a fear, we feel guilty about having a fear because we feel like our strength, our Mm -hmm. faith isn't strong enough. Uh, and, uh, I had a, the note to go into that a little bit deeper at some point, but
2: good, you got I- time. <laughs>
1: understanding understanding, um, you know that motion, faith. Where does faith come from? Faith is believing uh, without seeing what your heart tells you is true. And sometimes you just got to believe that path is out there. You know, they they say uh, the Lord shines light on the next step, not on the entire path. So having the faith that you're going in the right direction, you're moving that direction with the right people. In your life, I think is, is really a a way to a attack and overcome those uh, those challenges, those fears you have in your life. Um, uh, sleigh crossing, pause for the claws was. And then, uh, Ron, you talked about David and the uh, you know he went and got the bear and he went and attacked the lions. I guess that's kind of like being a Packer fan in in, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. in the Central <laughs> Division. Uh, But the um, third place (laughs) Uh, I think overall the uh, the today's topic was was a good one. One of my my fears uh, has always been I (sighs) I'm like you, but instead of people taking me out, a lot of times I take myself out right before success. Uh, you know, I, I get there, it gets close, I, and I think, well, that's going to happen, so I'm going to go ahead and get started over here, mm. and it stalls out on me. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, you know, you can't go back and redo that, so I'm just going to have to make this successful. And then that stalls out, and that stalls out. And so often I will go into a new project thinking, uh, i got to be careful because, um, you know, I always stop short. How am I going to ensure I'm going to carry this yeah. one through? Well, the way you ensure you carry it through is you surround yourself by two amazing guys, um, you know, Ron and. When you and find Kim them, let us <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chuck Inman has has promise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, casual has promise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, get on that path with with people who can carry you through it, even when you have your fears. They're going to take your hand and walk you d- walk you through that path. Yeah. And then when they're in their fears, you're going to take theirs and carry mm-hmm. them through that same path. So. Um, I think those are kind of my uh, my Ron you did say one other thing that I made a note of Uh, so many of us live by our fear instead of our dreams or we lose sight of our dreams because of our fear that fear builds a curtain and it's just a curtain it's not a wall we got to find a way through that curtain so we can continue to find and pursue our dreams absolutely
3: well Kent when you talked about the guy that said hey you can go to YouTube and learn to do everything I tell you, I'm out in the in the barn and I've got to deal with something. I pick up the phone. I Google in, you know, how do you fix this? Uh, YouTube comes up. It's amazing. But that doesn't mean there isn't real fear because if you're an Encyclopedia Britannica salesman, his <laughs> fear is real. His fear <laughs> is real. But sure. uh, for the millennials, the Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> was a whole set of books <laughs> that you bought. It <laughs> was the knowledge base before Google. A to Z that you got <laughs> from
1: this guy who knocked on, <laughs> on your, your door <laughs> at six o'clock at night. You also yeah. got, you also got <laughs> a set and of knives with
3: it. They came back two years later selling soap products. That's right. <laughs> and <laughs> and and four and brushes. Two years after that, the selling vacuum brushes. cleaners. Fuller brushes, absolutely.
2: Uh good stuff. And and uh, I think. Uh, as we as we prepped for this show, I think there was a lot of fear in it as well, um, for 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 the for the crew here because it's a difficult situation. I mean, it's a difficult topic to, yeah. to talk and be honest and open about. And and when you get three guys, you know, sitting around a campfire, you're not talking too much about fear. You know, you're you're seeing who can spit the farthest and here, hold my beer. That's right. <laughs> uh, and and so I think that there's a I think there was a real, a real fear on what it would sound like and how this morning would go. And thank goodness uh, we had Jerry in here to, to balance us out and and, and uh, take us in a good direction. And uh, and I appreciate her for that. But um, I think it's just taking that first step out on faith. Uh, you can beat an, uh, an attack and approach any fear and then you're there. Uh, Pete Galt says, "Some what you think about, you bring about right and uh and and how true is that sometimes we get so locked in on our fear that everything else goes away and i think y- you have to take a look at uh the the is is right now uh focus on what it is you you're trying to accomplish educate yourself on why that is a fear uh take action and and respect that fear because it's real And uh, and i think we're good so uh, good stuff, guys, all around. I, I just uh, I can't thank you guys enough for, for being open and, and, uh, and taking this uh, conversation in a great direction, which was good. Uh, of course, uh, you've got two Ball Guys, guys with, with Rancher Rod, Brought to you through the financial support of the William Tanya & Sons Contracting Company. You can find them at uh Tanya and uh, or give them a call for any of your contracting needs. Uh, check them out because uh, they do support this show and uh, we really want to thank them for that and our gratitude for them is uh, is always fantastic um, and uh, just just good 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 things uh, from from them. Uh, what I'll do is I'll put out there on Facebook a link to their site um, so we'll see what uh, so everybody has it uh, which is good. so
1: so Ron, what do you got coming up this week?
3: I got a lot coming up this week, bills. (laughs) 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 You talk about fear. No, we've got a lot of work at the ranch that's coming up. We also have uh, a training uh, seminar that I have to be at. It's not a seminar; it's actually qualification for shooting. That'll happen Saturday. I'm taking a fellow from Germany. Who's an exchange student and the people he's living with the man he's living with on a flight this afternoon because uh, flying is on one of his wish lists as an exchange student he wants to fly over Texas so we're going to do that and uh, the rest of us just suiting up and showing up deep
1: in the heart of Texas there you go Uh, how about you coach Um, coming up at at the end of next week, November tenth, we launch the uh, the Vipers uh, season. Be the first uh, first home game for them. That same day is my grandson's youngest current gra- youngest grandson's second birthday. So, uh, big plans for that. On November eleventh, I will be speaking at the uh, Libertyville Manor Care Community. Uh, Mike Babbitts, Let's Go Racing, has uh, asked me to come out and speak to the. Uh, Residents there bring my patriotic poetry and uh, uh, other stories out there, and then uh, you know, coming up November twelfth, we're uh, we've got a lot of planning and preparation for Veterans Day events coming up. So, so
3: well, if you're working with the Vipers, you must have overcome your fear of snakes. (laughs) That's right. It's a one stepper. I'm
1: not
2: afraid of snakes. Interestingly enough,
1: yeah, um, there was uh, we were setting up a defensive perimeter. I was a company commander. And one of the sergeants comes running over and says, sir, sir, there's a rattlesnake in the, right, where we're supposed to put our position. And I said, really? And I d- went over and I grabbed a stick, and you know, within tw- two or three seconds, I had it by the back of the head, and I'm holding it. And I said, you guys want to come look at this rattlesnake? And he's, you know, he's wiggling <laughs> yeah. back and forth. And the guys all came and, and looked at it, and as a snake will, when they're uh, full of grass, they'll let go of all of their insides, and it's a very... Uh, ammonia-filled, yeah. <laughs> nasty, and it just sprayed all <laughs> over. Them. They're like, is that poison? We're going to die! Yes, it is. No, that's <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> I took the guy, took him for about a two-mile walk and released him in Bravo Company's
2: area. There you go.
3: Well, uh, on a little Cajun swamp tour south of uh, New Orleans, you they start out by handing you this little alligator to hold on to. And they pull it out of this tub of water and... Jones says, oh, I'll hold it. She holds it. Well, by the time it gets around to me, I've noticed that that water's really, really cold. And then that thing's starting to warm up as they're handing it around in a circle. <laughs> its head's getting a lot more <laughs> active and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I started thinking, hey, wait a minute. I should have gone first. Yeah.
2: Uh, and, of course, uh, William Tanyan and Sons, if you go to www.wmtanyan.com, uh, it'll take you to their uh, their site, uh, and, and the cool thing is, is uh, these guys have been breaking ground throughout northern Illinois since 1962. William Tanyan and Sons Inc. has delivered commercial, industrial, and institutional projects uh, to satisfied clients. Their reputation is built on a can-do spirit that drives them to meet each building challenge with inventive, practical solutions. They are proud of their long-standing union affiliations and are their impeccable safety record. These guys are great. They um, they financially support our show. William Tanyans and Sons. Inc. Give them a call at eight one five three eight five four four six six or check them out at w m tanyan t o uh, n y a n dot Good stuff. And uh, well,
3: Kent, what's on your uh, platter?
2: Well, I'll tell you that uh this week is an exciting week. Uh we've got some some projects at work that that we're doing and uh, we've got um uh the high school girls uh my daughter Colette is trying out uh their tryouts so we should know uh, how that that looks. Um and uh just I have about 25 things uh to do here for for the station and the other shows. Uh, as we talk about some some live reads and things, um, I, I'll tell you I wake up every morning excited to dive into the Net and what's going on, uh, and how we can build that for probably. I'm uh, very very excited, guys, um, for the direction we're headed going into 2019, and it's it's there are some great things that are coming down the pipe. Uh, for our company and, and for this radio station with some great new shows and um, uh, every day I my feet hit the floor I'm blessed and honored to be able to to, to go to work with you two guys and I'm just I'm, I'm gonna tell you what um, the energy passion um, vision is I don't I don't think I'm not too scared of anything I don't have too many fears for this business because of of the way the three of us work together, so I mean it's going to be cool, I, and um, and this week is is no different. Um, there are some some technical things and some things here at the studio that uh, that Coach and I are going to be working on, uh, just just for aesthetics and things of that nature. Um, but that's the joy of it that yeah. you, you, you just to tap into your creativity and and Ron yours as well. So. Uh, now, uh, if we could just uh, sue uh, Zuckerberg because <laughs> we're off for the fourth time. <laughs> yeah, Facebook just, uh, just <laughs> booted. It's like uh, but you know what? You've never been kicked off of www.216thenet.com dot com listen live or on your or on your uh your apps and so if you
1: click on the podcast you can catch the last <laughs> <seven> yeah <minutes>. <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> and uh some of the things you know we we're we're still working on some soundproofing proofing in the sound floor here in the studio ron so we're going to do some of that um we're adjusting uh some of the signs and things uh to to have a better view while we uh, while we are being aired uh on facebook yeah, and we, uh, you know, uh, the here's the best thing that I can say as 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 we attack some of our fears is, I put in several hours a week listening to other talk radio shows, nationally syndicated talk radio shows, and they have just as many problems as we do. So my, and, and now understand, uh, they may not be worldwide; they just might be American, but we're worldwide, yep. so our problems are bigger but <laughs> but i mean i i listen quite often and something goofs up or a phone call goes wrong uh so i get excited when little mistakes like this happen that are not in our control uh because it means we're doing we're doing something right and uh i used to be kind of fearful of that guys but but now i'm like you know what it that's what makes a live show a live show yeah and uh, and that's a fun part of it so that's it um and and I think that's exciting. What are, what are, what do we got coming up in the next couple of weeks? Uh, well, we've got this Friday at the McHenry Area Chamber of Commerce yep. is the scramble. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about uh, that. Yep. The
1: the scramble is a uh, it's a progressive luncheon where business yep. owners will so be about dating for <laughs> businesses, <laughs> speed dating for businesses. be about two hundred business owners there, uh, all sharing their wares. Some B 2 B, some B 2 C. Uh, but all in the room, trying to just build their uh, build their network and learn how to use the uh, the Chamber of Commerce more effectively. If you're in the area, you've got a business. McHenryScramble.com. Uh, register if you go as my guest or Kent's guest. Uh, it's it's twenty five dollars uh, for lunch, and you know you never know if that next million dollar client might be in the room, right. uh, or okay. the connection to that next million
2: dollar client That's may be it. in the room. That's it. Uh, well, good. I think we got, yeah, that will be fun.
1: And tonight, tonight is awards night for the Wilmot Union Consolidated High School Panthers men's soccer team. Say that real fast. I can't. Uh, so, so tonight, uh, and I, I just, I got have to express my gratitude to Buzz Shirt, who um, put together all my trophies and awards for, uh, for the evening tonight. And that's going to, uh, that's going to go over very well. No fear there. That is awesome. Awesome. Mm
2: -hmm. All right. Well, gentlemen, I think that's going to put a ribbon on this show. It's another great show. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Stick around because right on our heels is Pete Talks Jobs. Jobs. Uh, And then stick around also for later this afternoon. Uh, with Let's Go Racing and Slingin' mm-hmm. Hope Radio.
1: And go to uh, 216thenet.com. Check out the line out for the, the line up. Yes. Plus line out for all the rest of our shows. And uh, remember at 7 o'clock, every, uh, every show with two ball guys and right. with Rancher Ron, right. it's the cause for the pause.
2: <laughs> clause. <laughs> pa- pause <laughs> for the clause. <laughs> it's, uh, we
1: we got something going on there. <laughs> so uh, a lot of fun today guys. Thanks for checking in. Thanks for all your uh, conversation with us. But right now it is time to get off the bench, get back in the game. We are two, two ball guys, guys with,
3: with whoever answers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and we do approve <laughs> this Just message. Way am out, Johnny. God bless <laughs> travel stuff make <laughs> this make this your best day yet.
0: The yeah, game. One of those guys oh, you know oh, morning, to. Rise and shine. Want some motivation. Well, I know with you guys with the internet connection to what it is on to me. two bold guys with mental one. introducing coach proper teams to which is He's a master with the pen in the poetry game He wants to see a better world, and he plays his part Always loving, always giving, cause he's got a big heart The co-host won't boast, but he can stand on his own From the state of Iowa, it's the man Ken Jones He's impressive on the mic, and he don't need a chord Whether hosting or retreating, he's controlling the boards And the one feeling hungry heard around the world With timely observation, driving